Dan Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. The boys are live from O'Neill's in Knob Hill. It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Well, we're going to be here till 7. That's what that means. I was planning on being here a little later. Yeah, we got some business <laughs> after the fact. so I'm hanging out after. Yeah, we're going to do good with that. we got a lot of friends of the show coming out today, and we're excited to give them an opportunity to connect with you, including our friend Joel Lewebino will be joining us from the Albuquerque Yardvarks, they got a they got a big match this weekend. So we're going to talk some rugby. Been a while since we have rugby talk on the program, so we're going to enjoy that around 4.30 today. At 5.30, Andres Trujillo joins us. He's the owner of the New Mexico Runners. And bet, bet, we'll be giving away some tickets from Andres whenever he comes in yeah, today. Yeah, baby. So get ready for that. We're going to do that <laughs> did live. You, did you tell him I need to replace my scarf? I better, I better text him. <laughs> Because I gave away my scarf. We gave cute. away our scarf. No, yeah. did you really? Yeah, we we did a ticket giveaway from the YMCA one day, and we gave some tickets to this cute family, and they just look so much cuter in our scarves. Yes, we just gave them away. Yeah. And then, and I broadcast that game for the runners later that week. And while broadcasting it, the 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 family was there. They were wearing their scarves. It all worked out perfect. Oh, wow! Aww. So they were too cute. So Andres will be joining us at five thirty. At 6 o'clock, Kim Kershaw will join us with Locker 505, talk about their golf tournament and everything that's going on. They have just, uh, they've been a lot of positive things in the community. We're make sure we're spotlighting that correctly. And at 6.30, Chris Lurig from Safe House will be joining us because we took a bunch of Safe House Distillings drinks out to the Super Bowl van. And, uh, well, they stole the show. <laughs> they stole the freaking show while we were you out You didn't there. bring any and back for me. Though, well, I mean, we're not going to, they're already here, Michael. Well, there's oh. an unlimited supply. Oh, is there? Yes. Ah, okay, no more. Yeah, I'm, I don't like people outshining us. Right. But the drink stole the show. The drink stole the show, yeah. for sure. So the boys are going to be here all day at O'Neill's. We're going to be until 7 o'clock when we hand it over to uh, who's on tonight? Is it Brandon Gelb? Zach, Zach Gelb. Zach Gelbanakis is on tonight. <laughs> yep. So check him out <laughs> at 7 o'clock after the Zeke, varsity. Zeke Garb, I believe. I am Fred Slow alongside me, Van Nunley. You are my absolute best friend here at O'Neill. Oh, there's, hey, there's a Nirvana shirt that just walked in. Oh, That's what sweet. I'm talking about. Come as you are, my friend. Van, how are you? The Nirvana the band or Nirvana the state of enlightenment? Uh, both. Which one? Is that what you're <laughs> Both. Uh, I wasn't sure. That's where I'm at. I'm doing good, buddy. Yeah. I had a good day. I was out uh, collecting donations for a mutual friend, Aaron Chisholm, oh. Chisholm Trail RV. Uh, so she got a big event going on with Make-A-Wish. That is correct. And when nice people ask me to do something, I friggin' do it. You have to. If you're a jerk and, and you're on my <laughs> S-word list, yes. there's no way you're getting any help from me. Correct. Yeah. But if you're a kind, loving person who does everything for their community, your boys are in. If you are currently standing on the border of Ukraine while in Russia, oh. I'm not going to help you. I, I'm not interested. You're a jerk. Well, which side of the border? <sighs> right now, I think they're on both sides. Oh, so no. It's not going well. Over there, and we will touch on the effect of World War III and how it affects sports, and we'll definitely hit on that today. Michael, how is the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio without your boys? It's empty and cold, and I'm on the other side of the glass where it's nice yeah. and toasty. Sad and dreary. <laughs> your, your life, your entire life is like Albuquerque this morning, cold and full of snow, and for some reason kept me from going to the YMCA. 
I, well, I brighten up once the afternoon comes around and I see you guys. So there. Oh, okay. I like that a lot. Like that Those a lot. are the, just the kindest words. Because the... the snow does melt in a few hours. It melted by like 10 a.m. Right. Yeah. Down here, there's three inches that they got. That's what the airport said. And it was gone by 11. Yeah, 7 a.m. to a little shade after 9 is when we're usually at the gym. Yeah, and that's the roads correct. were icy and dangerous around those times. And then by the time the, the roads were thawed, I had to go to work, start doing stuff for the show. We had had conversation about doing the foothills today. Uh-huh. It was, hey, let's get out to the foothills. We'll, you know, foothills. We're going to stretch our legs Ooh. out. Yeah, we're going to do the whole. No, there's absolutely no way. I can't even see the pass. <laughs> I, would, I would go into a bush. I would hit a rattlesnake <laughs> or a roadrunner. Into a bush. Uh, unacceptable. Negotiations going on today with Major League Baseball van. You uh, you see what's going on with these resuming talks? Uh, yeah. We uh, what do we got this in the five o'clock hour? Well, I'm going to touch on it right now. Okay. Actually. So okay. okay. Uh, players uh, insanely upset with Major League Baseball teams as there's just this foot driven into the ground, and they called today the off. Van, they were like, they were like, hey, cool, nice to see you. Not going to do it today. Uh, let's get back together, and it's going to have to be a complete 180 by all parties involved if this thing is going to get resolved by Friday, and Friday is the resolve date to get baseball off the ground. Yeah, Monday, close of business, uh, the 28th is the final straw day, not to affect any regular season games. Right. So spring training will already be effective, obviously, because innings festival starts this weekend, and they're supposed supposed to be playing games after that. Is this the Tampa one or the Phoenix one? The Phoenix one. Oh, okay. And I was very excited to go because one of my favorite bands, Tame Impala, was going to perform. Both of like, them made it? They both cleared like, their schedule out? Oh, my God. AKA Run the Jewels. And then baseball? Like, you got to be kidding me. We did not make it out to Innings Festival this year because, well, there was no baseball to cover. Yeah. So it really would have just been us going to a concert and skipping work, which isn't that far off the brand, if we're no, being no, no, honest. No, that's completely that's on brand. That's insane. Yeah. That paces very well for us. It yeah. does track. But we didn't do it because we're dedicated to the craft. That's, tr- that's right. My So usually just a little inside baseball for the friends of the show. I spend the after I spend last night I take in sports. That's my thing in the evening, right? So I take in sports in the evening. We call it research here. Yes. And then during the day what I do is I grab like headlines, I grab like recaps. Um, the only one I grabbed today was Major League Baseball though, because I was too obsessed with the with the story of the world right There's now. There's some some stuff going on right oh now. Oh my gosh. Um, hey, Michael, can you do me a favor? Can you switch this over from KNML to KKOB? I need to talk to a lot of people real quick. Can you do that? Can you make that switch? KKOB, 96.3.FM. Weather and traffic on the sevens. Check it out. That was very believable. So there's just a world of impact currently going on in the eastern border of Europe as it relates to Russia and that's going to have a big impact on the world of sports, and that's where we're going to try to put our focus. But I want to make sure I'm very clear in this. Um, I am as oppo war as anyone you've ever met. I hate war, period. In real life? Yes, between anyone. I'm really into war when it's fictional and it's about stars. Okay, yes. Like if two stars were to war with each other? Yeah. Yes. Like a war about stars. Yes. I like that. Now, you're not talking about celebrity beef. You're not talking Kanye, Pete Davidson. No, I'm missing out on that. Okay. Like, wars over actual stars, as long as it's fictional and long as there's Jedi and Sith. Right. That's the only kind of war I'm Same. into. Ooh. So there's a bunch of 
KHL's losing sponsors. Uh, they're not going to hold soccer in Russia. There's uh, just a bunch of things are are kind of falling down, including the Russian sure. economy. The um, the European Champions League final was supposed to be in St. Petersburg. Not going to do that. Uh, that Rip that from them. We'll go into great length about that today. Obviously, we'll talk about the Lady Lobos loss last night. Tough one, single basket for your gals. Um, I, I'm going to tell you what I was surprised. I thought Fresno State was a good basket. I think they are a good basketball. I still currently sure. think they are. Yeah, yeah. And, and Playing I, on their home court. Yeah, and I thought the WWE twins were the real deal. I thought they were the real deal all year long. But, uh, yeah, tough loss for the Lady Lobos. Obviously, we'll go into conversation on that. Big QB carousel news is uh, everyone you told me, Van, has a contract for Aaron Rodgers. Everyone already has trade proposals for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The, the Packers <laughs> are being inundated with legitimate trade proposals. Like act, Now like, they got to figure out if he's staying or going. Now, is this Billy Bean stuff, like call you on the office phone and it's – it's, hey, we got to do it right now no matter what, or is it a it's going to happen the day of the draft? I, I don't know if the details are vivid enough to know the minutia uh-huh. of the trades, but there are reportedly, allegedly, multiple offers already on the table for Aaron Rodgers if he decides that he wants to go elsewhere. Well, okay. Well, I'm, I mean, we're going to end up seeing where that goes. Uh, thank you, obviously, to O'Neill's for having us today, and we're excited to jump into the world of sports. Uh, just a little side note from everything before we jump into everything. I uh, got some Girl Scout cookies here, Van. Yeah, baby. So we're going to talk a little bit about Girl Scout cookies and the importance. Are they the uh, Tagalogs? Those are the best. Uh, what, the, what one did you name? Tagalons. I don't Tagalongs. know that one. What is that? Tagalongs. What do we have here? Thin Mint, Samoas, yeah. and the new one. The Adventurefuls. Adventurefuls. The Adventurefuls. What's that? All right, so let me describe it to you, Michael. By the way, it's it's Fulls, F-U-L-S, not F-O-O-L-S. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It's not like, he's not speaking Burkenio to you, Michael. He's saying Adventureful. Adventureful. <laughs> not Adventureful. All right, so which one did you name, Michael? Different. Tagalongs. Tagalongs are... Not here. Those do look good. Oh, those are yummy. Which ones are the tagalongs? Here, roll that back down. So tagalongs are crispy cookies oh, layered yeah, with peanut sure, butter sure, 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 and sure, covered sure. with a chocolatey coat. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, so that's not what this one is. This one is the Adventure Fools, and I'm going to make sure we got our link here correct. That's what. Okay. So in the business, we call this uh, <laughs> uh, building a break. So if you want to, like what we did, we visited Lexi's Cookie World, which is through the thegirlscouts.org. And we'll put the link up on our social media. And what it is, it's for five bucks a pop, you can get any boxo cookies. Boxo. Boxo cookies. So we got a bunch of them here at the broadcast center at O'Neill's today, and we're laughing a lot. And obviously, if you want to come up and um, sample some of these new adventurefuls, uh, COVID's basically over. You can eat cookies from a stranger now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seems legit. <laughs> well, you can't. With the lifted mask mandate, you can actually eat cookies. Before, you just kept shoving them into your mask, and they got crumbles all <laughs> over your lap. So logistically, yes, it's much easier now. Thank you, New Mexico Pinion, for being a proud partner of the program. Thank you for all that they have regularly done for us throughout our days, including starting them as I, uh, I cracked open a K-cup today and poured it into my regular brewer van because I, I was out of ground. I only had K-cups left. I got a lot well, of I mean, K-cups here. You've been waiting for this moment for weeks now, right? You're like, you knew there'd be a moment where your bag yes. Just- 
runs out, that you is, had to just start popping them cake yes. up. Yes, so that's what I did today like a fiend. I was over the kitchen sink doing that, so thank you to them for being a part of us. And obviously I-9 Sports, who will bring you the varsity today at 645. When we get back from the break, um, everything that's going on in the world and how it's affecting the world of sports in Russia. We're two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We tell a lot of jokes on the show, boys. We tell a lot of jokes on the show. Yep. I'm going to take them back for a second. Um, the world we know today is not the world we knew yesterday, and the world moving forward is not one we could have predicted two days ago. <laughs> we're going to talk about it from a sports angle because we're a sports show, uh, but you're going to get a lot of themes here that are going to go overlap into real life, so be ready for that. Um, there is no other way to say what I'm about to say. Vladimir Putin declared war on Ukraine and invaded the country of Ukraine, the sovereign nation of Ukraine, in the early hours of what is Thursday morning there, but late last night for us. Because of that, there's a world of response in the world of sports, and we will dive into that because that is the safest avenue to go. But I would say from my personal core beliefs, and Van, I'm not going to speak for you, but I think we speak very adjacently on this, um, I just cannot stomach anything right now. It's hard to deal with because, you know, it's unprovoked. And I know I am an American saying this, and we have a rich history of doing the same Mm -hmm. thing. But I think we learned our lesson a few decades ago-ish, adjacent. But it was unprovoked, and they have nothing to claim but a little patch of area from hundreds of years ago. Yeah, well, and, and arguably 30 years ago is the last time. It was in a USSR control, but uh, that is neither here nor there, and there's a lot of understanding go each way. With that said, uh, the world of sports has responded. Um, all right, so soccer, soccer is out. Soccer is, they done. So they're not going to go over there anymore. So walk me a little bit through what's going on with, I guess, in the European world football and the regular world soccer. Kind of talk to me a little bit about how that is going to be affected with Russia. Well, the early reports that I got is Russia was stripped of the Champions League final. Right. So St. Petersburg was host was supposed to host the, the Champions League. And lo and behold, the second the invasion happened, the, the what is it, you. EFA, yeah, UEFA, UEFA, the UEFA just stripped it from them, so yeah. they they don't get to host the soccer anymore, as well as um, other countries in the area who are set to play for World Cup qualifiers in Russia also canceled all their participation. Uh, obviously, they're not going to have open wheel racing there, so F one is is going to put a halt on stuff and. Uh, there were some athletics played today across Europe, and obviously gigantic protests are already out and about in a very understandably, understandably way from uh, athletes and people in the public eye. And I tell you what, man, um, it's going to get to a point where Russia is going to play against Russia only in everything. Right. What they're doing is they're isolating themselves from the rest of the world. Right. So Europe is already pulling all their oil contracts. They're going off their reserves immediately. So this is it's going to take a while for the ramifications to be felt on Russia. But it seems like this is the most unified front the world has had against one opposite party in basically since World War II. The KHL has lost major sponsors. KHL is their hockey league. That's kind of the big one out there in Russia. And, I mean, you kind of saw what happened to the economy today. The 
the the dollar in Russia, the the ruple, is that correct? I believe it's a ruple. The ruple fell 45% or something. So what was worth a dollar to you yesterday is only worth 65 cents today. And, I mean, it's tough for advertisers to put money out there on a product when those consuming that product won't be able to afford, buy, or purchase anything. So, yeah, just kind of, an, I don't know, intense, man. I, I think that's like the first step, right, is is boycotting, is embargoes. And it's, you know, taking the, the financial means away from the country because, I mean, that's that's what you have to do first right. if you're in this type of situation. You hope they learn their lesson. I mean, maybe, you know, it could be some kind of posturing. We might be seeing the same thing from Russia that we saw from Iran a couple years ago when they were posturing and, and threatening war. And we all know North Korea has a rich history of doing that. But you hit them in the pocketbook first. You, you just ransack their economy first and show them the immediate ramifications of what they're doing. UEFA is going to move the Champion League final to Wembley. Wembley. So okay. it will continue, but obviously St. Petersburg is not going to be the place. Um, I would imagine as well that UEFA and all these other organizations, they will take proceeds from from their sporting events and everything that's going on concurrently to the world that is currently at hand and give those benefits, give that, or give at least a portion to, to those in Ukraine, to those suffering, to those that are displaced, to the, to the countries that are currently taking in uh, refugees that have to quickly exit the country of Ukraine proper. Poland seems like the number one destination right now. So a lot of these people in this area are all united on Ukraine's behalf. I think there's a few countries that are going to try to stay neutral, going to try to play Switzerland. Mm -hmm. But it's almost a completely unified front already, especially all the Balkan countries and Eastern European countries in that area. Yeah. They're already taking in floods of refugees. There's something like 30 countries in NATO or something, right? The North Atlantic Treaty. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's your what one does. They're all going to do, and you know, and unfortunately for Ukraine, um, you know, they weren't in. You know, so I mean, so this is like an independent sovereign nation. As Russia comes in, you're not necessarily like like breaking the NATO pact, but like there is this understanding that these countries were through a partnership with Ukraine. For, I think dating back to like 1994, right. that hey, if if you remove your nuclear arms left by Russia during the dissolve of the USSR, then we got your back forever. And that's currently what's going on right now. Like all these countries have to have your back. What does that mean militarily? I don't know, but it definitely means this kind of support, which is which is Russia. You we are everything we got. We're hands off from you now. Sure, and that I mean that includes the world of sport. And, you know, Russia is, you know, a world power. Right. And, you know, the way Vladimir Putin imposes himself on the rest of the world, he's obviously, you know, the head of this world power. But they only have the 11th biggest economy in the world. There's a lot of countries ahead of them ranking by GDP uh, that you wouldn't expect to be ahead of Russia. But they do have the second second biggest and second strongest military. So they're going to have to make some really hard decisions in the next few days. Do they want to go through with their original plan, even though the rest of the world is against them? Are they okay with wrecking their own economy? It's also, using like UEFA as an example, it's also interesting to me that anytime anything happens in the world of soccer, that they just go to Wembley. It's like there's no consideration to anything or anyone else over there in the world of soccer. 
It's I know they call it football over there, but it's like Wembley is always the fallback and the safe point. And right now, currently with Brexit, you know, it, it's not necessarily the easiest thing to get over there and be, and be a part of activities in that world. So it's uh, I don't know. It's just kind of incredible to me the way that politics and current events in the, in the world of sports collide, because I think we kind of always on this program, at least communicated that they're one and the same. Like you, if you're in the world of sports, you're in the world of entertainment, you're in the world of public eye, then, I mean, that to me is, is politics and current events and um, shut up and dribble. This is an example of, of why that is an asinine approach to, to separate, I mean, to separating the two. I don't think it can be done. No, I, I agree completely. Like we, we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects here on this show, whether it be, you know, poverty or race or sexism or bigotry, et cetera, et cetera, line them all up. But I don't think international political relations no. is, is out of our context either. So, I mean, if it, if it touches the world of sports, and you know we use this term all the time, sports adjacent. Yeah. If it's sports adjacent, I think it's worth talking about. F1's out. Like I said, KHL losing sponsors. Um, and I was, I mean, to my understanding, there's not going to be a sports team organization or event in Russia that is going to go oppo the war effort. That's just not going to happen. Right. Right. It is not safe to do that. I know I, I was watching ABC News today. It was something like in the city of Moscow alone at the point of this broadcast, which was midday, 1,200 to 1,500 individuals arrested for protest. Right. And, and not a single organization is going uh, is gonna to allow that to happen, is going to create that kind of energy. So uh, walking in now and joining us just a shade early is our friend Joel Leveno of the Albuquerque Arbarks. So what we're going to do is we're going to grab a little bit of a break early, Michael, and we're going to sit down and try to laugh a little bit on what I would identify as a fairly sad day. Ooh. Thank you to O'Neill's for having us out. Last the remainder of the program, I promise, for two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the show, live from O'Neill's, and we got special guests out. Uh, when we have special guests out, what we what we often get is we get some head turners. And I mean, these are some big boys that come in here today. So joining us from the Albuquerque Aardvarks rugby team, Joel Leveno, who's done the program many times. And uh, I just recently president of the Aardvarks. El Presidente. There we go. Presidente. Victor Armendarez is joining us alongside Joel Leveno. What's up, boys? How's the world of rugby? It's it's happening now. We're We're in it. The things are happening. We're at practice hitting each other, and we're in the matches hitting other people. It's, Ooh. You know, it's kind of what we're here for. It's our purpose. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's uh, it's on the rise, so very optimistic. New Mexico rugby is looking very, very well. Uh, big, the reason you're on, though, is a big uh, location update change from the match this week against the Brujas. Uh, talk to me a little bit about what's going on with you and those losers. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we're going to play them this Saturday. We were supposed to play them at UNM, but we're switching that up to the Rio Rancho Sports Complex. Oh, that's a nice spot over there. Yeah, and uh, we're, we're um, at noon, the women's team, the Atomic Sisters, are playing. What is that? Tell me more about this because I don't know anything about this. So that is the, the women's team here in town. It's the only team for the women's here, and um, they're also doing very well. Um, they're 3-0. and and they will be playing uh, Northern Arizona, the Flagstaff team. So they'll have a game at 12, and then we will follow up at 2 against the Brujos. You want to see some hard hitting? Watch the women's rugby. Um, they 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 they're pretty fierce out there, and you know. And sometimes I'm glad I'm I'm playing with the men's because they don't they don't hold back. There. Give, give me the name of the women's team one more time. 
Um, the Albuquerque Atomic Sisters. Atomic Sisters. Atomic. So this is the big rivalry week. For mm-hmm. you who don't know in Albuquerque, Aardvarks versus Brujos is a big deal here. Right. You guys wait for this all year. You talk smack all year. Mm-hmm. And Saturday's the big day. Yeah. So Saturday we're going to play the New Mexico Brujos. Uh-huh. Let's just clarify their name on paper is the New Mexico Brujos. Okay. And we are the Albuquerque Aardvarks. And we're playing in Rio Rancho. So, uh, neutral so, site, <laughs> neutral, yeah, yeah. Nu- nu- <laughs> you know, neutral location. We couldn't settle, you know, we had a little turf for it now. Um, yeah. And so it's been going back and forth. There's players that have jumped from one team to another for traitors. Whatever reason. We call them traitors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, they're the worst. And, um, and so, yeah. And, and, you know, this is our first actual union match where this, you know, the right, the game matters, you know, towards the cup. Um, and we actually even have a little um, in-town derby as well that we go back and forth. Whoever wins the match actually keeps that little trophy. And so that's just as important. But we have old boys that have been playing. The clubs, this is their 50th year of the Albuquerque Aardvarks, actually. Ooh. And so we have old boys coming out, you know, their 70s, 80s. Marty Watts there. coming out? Is Marty <laughs> Watts going to be there? Marty, I, he'll be there in spirit, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> so, Victor, I, I, I just recently learned there's a trophy between you two teams. Notice you guys didn't bring the trophy. Where's this trophy at right now? So it's currently at the clubhouse. Mm, interesting. Could I have had it here? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we, we did a combined side, uh, Brujos and Aardvarks, uh, three years back. And we traveled and we combined sides and we actually won a tournament out of state. So then after that, we decided, you know what, it's, it's fun to have a little bit of rivalry, you know, kind of get New Mexico rugby spicy. So we said, you know, whoever wins the last game between each other, Varks Brujos, gets to hold on to the trophy. Yeah, and we've and had currently, a, Varks hold it. Yeah, we, we hold it right now. That's all anyone needs to know. Um, yeah, and, and so it it's, tends to be a little feisty, but it's our first time, you know, since the pre-pandemic. This is the last time we actually played a league match, of course. So tomorrow is, or Saturday, I mean, Rio Rancho Sports Complex at 2 p.m. It's going to be some hard hitting. I promise you that. Girls go at noon. Boys start at two. Uh, so, what's it, tickets to get in? How does it work, boys? You just show up. It's it's uh it's subsidized subsidized by us and Rio Rancho. So anyone can come out and watch. Um, and then if you come to the match, we'll let you know where the after party is. And rugby players tend to have a good time after the after the matches. Uh, you are not lying. <laughs> rugby players are notorious for playing hard and then partying even harder after <laughs> the matches. Like, yeah. do you guys do this for the love of the game, or is it just to go to the parties after? It has its seasons. <laughs> you know, it has its seasons. You know, there's some time you take it real serious. Like, I'm just I'm going to go pro, and then, like, you know what? I'm cool playing uh, semi-pro and, you know, or whatever it may be and just enjoying the lifestyle. Um, and, you know, the team actually just went to Las Vegas um, three weeks ago, a month ago. Um, and there's some stories from that one. We'll just, oh, you know, I'm sure. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations in Vegas, Fred? What is it? Uh, uh, are we talking Nevada or New Mexico? <laughs> one. So, oh, go ahead. You had to, you had to move the match. Is it because too many people died last time? Is that why? Yeah, yeah. You know, we 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 were not going to say. We're just There's like you know, UNM's we'll, insurance we'll, is like we can't handle this anymore. No, UNM had a <laughs> we just uh, scheduling conflict. It was oh, a simple sure. simple thing, you know, and. Uh, um, you know, but yeah, so Rio Rancho is going to be fun to play up there, and there's there's a lot of Rio Rancho rugby, and uh, the high school there 
they win the state championships a few time up there, so they're they're not foreign to it. The uh, <laughs> recently coming off a win versus El Paso, and I mean that was a thumping. Hold on, win. In, the, the word win doesn't describe does not well enough this epic ass whipping that El Paso got. Ninety nine to five is what I believe the final was. Is that that had to be a typo? It was nine to five, right? Uh, I, I for, well, what I'll say is a testament to the strength of our club. The, <laughs> <laughs> Coach speak. Here we go. Yeah, and we have a lot of depth to have a strong club to have a good uh, showcase. Um, we've got a lot of really good players. I mean, as far as I've seen the aardvarks around, this is the most athletes I've seen on the team for sure. That. Yeah, coaching staff has been strong this year. Um, we have a lot of numbers. We've been building up the team, so it's really well. And, uh, yeah, it just shows on the scoreboard, you know. Joining us from the Albuquerque Aardvarks, Joel Luevano, who's all everything but primarily the meme master, and then President Victor Armendariz. Boys, who's playing rugby right now? Where are your players coming from? Where's the talent pool here in town? How have you guys been growing the sport in the 505? We have an MLR guy come the other day, right? Pro. Yeah, we had one guy from uh, D.C. from Old Glory come by the other day. That was uh, very good to see. We're drawing in some good talent. We also have a lot of youth coming in from soccer, from football, from wrestling, from youth rugby. We're just growing and growing, and we just we want to keep it going up. Yeah, and, you know, kind of the, the pipe dream is that uh, the 2026 uh, uh, the World Rugby Cup is coming to the United States. There's a bid for it. And so we're actually even talks to try and get them to have some matches here in Albuquerque with the uh, kind of the people in charge of that. So that's the pipe dream. So if we the city and the club put our best foot forward, we think we can make that happen. What, what would be the, the ideal venue here for rugby of that caliber? Uh, maybe a new stadium. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a new stadium. No, but uh, there's there's a lot of opportunities, you know, with that. Um, you know, but just, uh, you know, the way we see it, there's a lot of rugby that goes on in Denver for high elevation training, like the British, you know, the England rugby team goes to Denver, so on yeah, and so forth. Yeah. So we think we have a lot of opportunities to bring – that uh, economy, you know, here for rugby, because a lot of people just like training high elevation. We're a little more temperate. So, you know, that's the pipe dream. But as far as, you know, athletes, we have athletes from Highlands, from, um, you know, from UNM. You know, Tyson was on here. Sure, you know, sure, He was sure. the punter there. Yeah. You know, he was a prolific punter. The UNM Lobos had the a lot. The most of, prolific in the country. Had a lot of opportunities <laughs> for punting. And he's from Australia. He played Aussie Rules football. Right. Which is, like, they can just literally jump in the air and punch each other in the face, and it's okay, you know. If is that literally in the rule book? It's kind of. I don't think nah, it's in the it's rule iffy, book. but we welcome it. There's <laughs> a, you know? a big gray area there. Yeah. yeah. Just, they say, you know, you play against this, the other team as much as you do the referee or, or the sir, as we call sure, the, sure. the you know, the ref. What's uh so we got the big we got the big matchup this weekend but then uh, what's the rest of the season look like for you boys what's gonna be you got a lot of home games you're you're traveling a lot what's 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 on the forefront for the Albuquerque Aardvarks so it's looking good uh, after Brujos we will have Santa Fe Santos in town and then we'll take two weeks off and get to recover a little bit Smart. Rest, rest the body yes and then we'll have three games in a row same uh, three home teams um, but we will travel. So we'll have one away game with El Paso, which isn't too far of a drive. And then we have Brujos at home, which is pretty much a home game for us also. And then we have Santa Fe, which is about 50 minutes away. So it's also like a home game, you know, not too bad. So we're almost at the end of it, Joel. What did we miss? What's 
what's what's the key takeaway for this weekend if you want to come out and get exposed to rugby for the first time because because maybe you're an athlete who thinks that your skill set formerly of football or soccer or wrestling would would translate to the sport well the the big one is we're really growing our development side um, because pretty much we're championship or bust right now so much Smart. so the the union tried to move us up to a higher division but we kind of wanted to win the championship at this division and then move up and super move smart up. yeah yeah and so we're in that limbo where we really, we really need to start developing players so tuesday and thursday um about five thirty, at johnson field come on out if you're an athlete um and then on saturday we have our match but also visit our website um aardvarkrugby.com you know instagram social media facebook aardvark albuquerque, albuquerque aardvark rugby but we're really growing that development side and we really i uh, like to see some athletes out there, and, you know, we'll get them going. Joel, Victor, thank you so very much for taking the time. Thank you for coming out to O'Neill's. And uh, I can't per- – we can't make it this weekend. We're in, we're in Las Vegas, New Mexico for Highlands. It's senior night for the basketball team. Mm-hmm. But uh, is there a way to catch it digitally? Is it, is it going to be a recording or a live stream? Or is it uh, – if you weren't there, you missed it? Well, we'd like to maybe work with you guys and kind of rebroadcast it and, you know, just talk some rugby like we did that one time. You know, we're going to get that ball. We did out. a riff track over super, one of them. Yeah, yeah, it'll, be the sure. Bru- it'll be Brujos and Aardvarks. It'll be a good opportunity just to – kind of get rugby out to the the rest of albuquerque well, look fred if if i knew it was going to be rivalry week for rugby i would not have taken up on your offer for senior night at highlands okay i mean that's okay I'm so just... everyone in town no disrespect yeah disrespect. i mean that hurts a lot that hurts tell it where the match is again the rio rancho sports complex at what time at 2 p.m for the men's club but the atomic sisters the women's will be playing at noon and then there will be shenanigans afterwards but you have to come to the matches to know about the shenanigans love everything about it get out there albuquerque good Support job. some local rugby and i tell you it's probably going to be the best time to be had in the city of albuquerque this saturday all the ones i've been to it's the weirdest time i've ever had <laughs> yes <laughs> it is a world of fun i have no i don't understand the rules i don't understand the scoring i don't understand why so many people come out to celebrate it but it's the most fun i ever have when i go out to a sporting event yeah, we have a lot of fun, and you know, the, your, I share your confusion when while I'm playing. I look yes. at my teammates. I'm like, "What happened? Why did we get a penalty?" Yes. Don't worry, just get back yeah. ten meters. Okay, so I, I share that sometimes. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir, is the most common used phrase from Joel Webino during Victor Armendariz. Thank you so very much for bringing uh, yourself out to O'Neill's. Thank you for talking to us about rugby and the city of Albuquerque as it's developed. When we get back from the break, Van, we're going to go into a uh, tough loss for Lady Lobos last night. Yeah. They got to lose one. Can't win them all, dude. More to come on Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Chad McGruder gets it to Tora Duff. She comes inside one second on the shot clock. Tora puts it up. It comes up short. The Lobos were hoping to get the foul. And that is going to do it as Fresno State defeats New Mexico 71-70. Tough loss for the girls last night, Van. Oh, rough. The, the fair way to describe it is up and down. The correct way to describe it is didn't close it out. I think you're right on that one, Fred. Yeah. You, know, you know how much I love disagreeing with you, but... uh. You kind of nailed it on that one, buddy. Trailing, Michael, is this right there? Trailing by nine after the first quarter. Yes. And then a big 17-3 run. And then at the half, you were like, okay, like like this is how it's going to work out. 38-37, kind of low scoring for the girls. 
I'm what you're accustomed to. I mean, I mean, 70 points is still 70 points. But, you know, you expect the Lobo, the Lady Lobos to be, you know, closer to the, the high 80s, you know, yeah. closer to 90. Yeah. And uh, let me clear my throat real quick. Okay. And it's okay to take a couple L's on the road, right, when you're in, you're playing in the division. They're going to play you tough at home, right. at the home crowd. And they missed a lot of open shots last night, J.J. was talking Ooh. about on his broadcast. Yeah, there at the end. At least nine or ten open, wide-open shots underneath the basket missed. It, not only is it okay to take a couple L's on the road when you're in conference, you you kind of want to go into the tournament on a hot streak, though, right? Well, and you there, don't want to take a couple L's right at the end when you got to have your A game for the tourney. I'll be in it outside. There was still a shot at having the best record in the conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was still a shot. Yeah. There's not now. Yeah, now it's to a point where it's well, it's just going to be too difficult going to the Mountain West, and you know that's okay. You know, and I think it it changes your approach for your final one, and I think. I think the understanding that, like, if you don't execute, you're going to lose close games because this Lady Lobos team had been winning close games, and is it always necessarily the best play when the games are close? It's not for the Lady Lobos because when they're when they're playing at expectation and they're executing, they're kind of putting people away easily, and they're kind of doing it throughout the course of all four quarters. But uh, yeah, that tough L. But it might be if you're the optimist, which I, I do enjoy, it might be the, the snapback reality that this Lady Lobos team needed to to identify like, hey, we we really gotta we gotta hit the basics to make sure this thing works. Yeah, I think you nailed it right there that number one, you wanna come in hot, but it's a good reminder that hey, these are the little things it takes to win basketball games. And we have to do this in the playoffs if we're gonna win this this tournament championship and and sneak into the dance the the convender twins who like i told you have the name image likeness deal from wwe and are uh just tiktok sensations i don't know if you care about that van they're big on the social media i love clocks they it's not about clocks <laughs> what is it then that's <laughs> tiktok that's the that's the noise a clock makes it's when you give all your personal information to russia that's what tiktok is oh so, okay i see so they yeah so they combined for 37 uh 18 boards between them and uh, when they go on to become WWE superstars, uh, I will buy their T-shirt. Well, naturally, you got to watch them. It's, yes, right. <laughs> so, uh, snap the five-game losing streak to Fresno State. Good for them. The Bulldogs. Uh, they're gonna. I don't know. I guess they're gonna find a little momentum. A little momentum going into the tournament. If I'm Lady Lobo fan, I'm not necessarily super worried about my matching up with Fresno State again because they seem beatable to me. And Mike, did you point out to me it was close to? It was at least greater than five and close to ten, kind of what should have been made baskets at the end wide of the game. Wide open. Yeah, J.J. said that last night. There were so many wide open shots that they did not convert. They did not make, and they were wide open underneath the basket. They shot poorly compared to what they normally do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they did play some good defense. In well, the that second half. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, in it, the yeah. second half. They played yeah. some good defense in the second half. Like couldn't the get total the ball field. to fall in. They, they kept Fresno State to under 40% field goal. I mean, you're going to win a lot of games if you could do that. Well, and that's if you're making a team do what they don't want to do. So if you're making a team shoot, like, weird mid-range jumpers and you're making a team, like, put up threes because they're in a desperation chase, yeah, that number makes sense. Um, but if it's a team that's working towards the basket and not necessarily looking at a lot of second-chance points but but hitting every other one, I mean, you're, you're still going to get it. And like they did, you know, winning by a single, you know, a single point and – Solidary basket, and now playing it. Is it San Jose tomorrow night? Is that right? Yeah. Vital? 
Yes, it is. So San Jose State tomorrow night, and I mean that'll be a big deal for this women's team to see how they bounce back because they're not—they didn't come home today; they're going straight there. I mean, regardless of basketball, regardless of X's and O's, regardless of what this means for the tournament, I want to know when's the last time two sets of sisters, two sets of twin sisters, played each other on the same court at the same time. The odds have to be astronomical, right? I would think they are low. Yes. No, I mean, first of all, there's not a lot of twins out there. Not a lot of twins, period. But in theory... Not a lot of twins playing college basketball. Well, if they were playing college basketball, they'd probably be the same grade level. That's a really... Oh, I mean, one of them might be significantly dumber and got held behind. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I doubt that happens, though. 1-15 in 15 is San Jose. The Lady Lobo's got a chance to kind of get another W before starting up the tournament. We're excited for that. Where are we get... Whenever we come back, more two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back live from O'Neill's. Boys are laughing a lot. We're on the road today with Chisholm Trail RV. Thank you to Chisholm Trail for being a proud partner of the program. Aaron over there at Chisholm Trail is doing a big event this what, two weeks? Is that what two weeks, is? yeah. Two weeks with Make-A-Wish. They're doing, what's the, what's the name of this event? The Wine and Wishes. There you go, Wine and Wishes. Yeah. Get ready for that. I know Jeff left, I think, today, Jeff Simbietta of the opening drive to head to Las Vegas for the Mountain West coverage next week. So That's, that's gonna exciting. Be, that's going to be a very cool thing for he. I know he's going to meet up with J.J. Buck, who I believe is coming immediately from San Jose. So, J.J., I don't know who does his frequent fire miles, but he's got them. You got them. He got them. Anyways, thank you to Jersey Mike's for being a part of that, Hispano Chamber of Commerce for being a part of that, and all the other partners of their coverage of Mountain West tournament. Uh, I'm going to be honest right here. I'm a little jealous of the boys because I like to have been out there. Uh, in a beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Nevada. Oh, okay. Nevada. <laughs> Nevada. Not New Mexico. We love Las Vegas, New Mexico, but come on. That's where we'll be this weekend for senior night for the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys, and we're excited about that as – the ladies and the men wrap up their final home game at home, and the men have a chance because they're in control of their own destiny van as it relates to the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference tournament. So updates on how that's going to impact my professional life. But however it does, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be very excited about it because the boys are going to be playing in the postseason. Freddie, I, I need you to keep an eye on me this segment. Uh-huh. Uh, I might have a contact high. This, uh, this guy who walked out to the patio, I think he was wearing uh, Wiz Khalifa cologne. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm get, I th- am I slurring already? Like, I'm, I'm very tired. I got, I got a big whiff. <laughs> it's kind of a lot. Thank you to airport parking at exit 221. <laughs> They're the easier, quicker, smarter solution for your airport parking. I believe that's what Jeff used whenever he went to the airport. I believe that to be true. I hope so. And Coleman Vision for perfect vision and perfect game. Check out Coleman Vision. So thank you to everyone who's a part of their coverage of the Mountain West Tournament this upcoming week. And uh, I think what we'll do, Van, if uh, if they'll have us, you know how it is. Yeah. We'll have the morning show on uh, pretty regularly in the afternoon to kind of talk about what's going on out there. Cause Look, I would absolutely love that. And the Mountain West is a good turn because – the teams, although obviously records will kind of tell you who's at the top and who's not, but the teams are structured in a way to where there can be upsets at, at any round of it. It's yeah, it's it's pretty top heavy this year. Yeah, but you got a lot of teams in the middle and bottom that can beat anybody any day. 
Again, we're live from O'Neill's, and we're laughing all day long. We're talking. Um, we're talking no more Russia. We're talking no more current events. Um, but don't be surprised, friend of the show, if, if we don't touch on it every single day for the remainder of the conflict as it exists. Um, but we will. We will not. Like it was kind of said to me by my grandma years ago. It's okay to give every emotion you have some attention. But it's not okay to give every emotion you have all of your attention. Oh, sure. That's and, great advice. Yeah, and that's where I'm, I'm currently at on it. Van, quarterback carousel. The NFL is ready to sign Aaron Rodgers to every team in the NFC. And I think that's going to be tough come Sundays for him to play all the games, but I think he'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, allegedly from ESPN's Diana Rossini, oh, the, okay. Packers, the Packers front office have multiple teams with offers on the table. So the second Aaron Rodgers chooses his fate, and from what he said already, mm-hmm. is that he is willing to give his decision before the end of the franchise tag deadline. Because unless the Packers sign Devontae Adams to a lucrative long-term extension, it is expected that the Packers will franchise tag Devontae Adams. Right. And franchise tag opened... Uh, yesterday and closes March 8th. So that's another 12 days, unless it ends early, another 12 days of speculation on this quarterback carousel because a lot of things are going to coalesce really fast once Aaron Rodgers makes his decision. Aaron Rodgers said publicly on the Pat McAfee show that he did not wish to hand-tie the Green Bay Packers. Right. Uh, so I get that. I mean, that's that's commendable, you know. But do I recognize Aaron Rodgers as a guy who is honest and transparent? I don't. I think he's sneaky and a liar and will do what is only best for him. Therefore, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is insanely true that he's going to do whatever he wants, period, because we have all the data – in the world, yes. that that's all he's ever done is exactly what he wanted to do. He's got all the, the punch of karma on his side. Thank uh-huh. you, Michael. Please make sure the next shirts that we get from Scott Cregan over at Graphic Connections are punch of karma shirts. Punch you right <laughs> in the karma. That is two men on, punch of karma. That would look nice. I got a fun number for you, man. Hit me with it. Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan is currently scheduled to have a cap hit of $48,662,500 in 2022. This is the largest cap hit for any player in NFL history. You can't even pay him to leave. $48,662,500 hairs. And the Falcons are going to have to make some hard decisions, right? Because there's a... The South is wide open now with Tom Brady gone, and you don't know who's going to be the, the quarterback of the Bucks. and there's no other strong teams. The Saints don't have division. a quarterback. Saints don't have a quarterback. Carolina is, uh, is Carolina. Yeah, they can't figure it out either. It's the worst division in football. Especially next year it's going to be the worst division in football. So if I was the Falcons' front office, I'd be like, hey, we, this is the year. we got to go all in, right? We're going to make the playoffs if we add a couple key pieces. They might not win at all, but they're going to excite their fan base. The business behind the sport is a little interesting to me because Matt Ryan was kind of the first guy. All right, let me let me take one step back before I go too forward. Okay. The last guy was Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford was the last rookie first-round draft pick, came out of Oklahoma, if you remember, to who was the last guy to come out and get 50 mil 
without taking a snap. And that was asinine. Sure. Yeah, that was it was to the point of it just didn't work anymore and the St. Louis Rams drafted him if you remember. Sam Bradford made like 150 mil in his career. Isn't that He's crazy? He's got multiple contracts. That's crazy. He was perpetually injured and people just I mean like Bah, it's not so bad. So after it was revisited and tackled by the NFL, what happened was what happened was the they kind of reset the market. And then when they reset the market, there were two guys that kind of got a lot of money up front, and it didn't make a ton of sense to a lot of people. But the deals ended up looking okay, and that was uh, Joe Falco. Good, good choice. We're going to be running He's, our mouths till and seven. then also <laughs> then then also Matt Ryan. So the thing with the Matt Ryan deal is with it playing out now that that number is so big that if the NFL keeps this reset process of quarterbacks, you're going to end up with a guy, Aaron Rodgers might be it, although I think he's a little too old. Um, Maybe the next guy will be like a Kyler Murray, or maybe it'll be someone else of that nature. But someone is going to be closer to $100 million singularly for a team, and there's no way for that to work. Yeah, I mean, you could do any number of things if you're a quarterback with a big contract. You either restructure go the Tom Brady route, or, you know, F you pay me. You sign. This is your contract. We both signed this contract. You have to pay me. You have to build this team around me. This isn't uniquely my fault. You're the front office. You handed me this piece of paper. You fix it. Is there a way to, similar to the way that the Patriots did for all those years with Tom Brady, to move his money around and give it to him in a signing bonus, or – because obviously right now he's making it per week. So if you're to do the thing where it's like, hey, Matt Ryan, we'll give you this percent up front, and then we got to let you go, and then he goes and signs with anyone, for real, or probably the Buccaneers, for real. Yeah. And then he has a chance to make the difference of that at a lesser hit to a team and have more quality players around it, because Tampa Bay instantly becomes a competitor if you have a guy like Matt Ryan up against him. Correct. I mean, there's any number of good quarterbacks that you plug into to Tampa Bay's roster, and they're going to be a phenomenal ten, at least 10-win team. Matt Ryan is definitely at the top of that list. I don't also understand the economics behind it completely of kicking money down the road so much. Yeah, didn't they learn from Bobby Bonilla? Different sport, but <laughs> same mindset, right? Same sure. concept? Yeah, same idea. I mean, it's not that – I mean, Bobby Bonilla is obviously the most extreme example – of kicking it down the road in the history of sports. But still, I mean, that's what people are doing. The Falcons still have dead cap money from Julio Jones and Desmond Trufant. (laughs) If I was the Falcons, I would go all in in that division. If the Buccaneers don't upgrade their quarterback position, if the other teams don't upgrade their quarterback position, you have an above-average quarterback in Matt Ryan who could easily win that division with a couple better pieces around him. You got a stud tight end in Pitts. Oh, yeah, all-world tight end in Pitts. All right, I got the numbers for you. Ready for this, Michael? You're going to hate this. Trading releasing Matt Ryan before June 1st drops that number from, what did I say it was? Let me get it again. dollars $48,662,500 all the way down to $40 million. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. Man. So, so obviously, you, re- you restructure the contract. No one's going to trade for Matt Ryan with that contract either. Not at his age either. A lot of teams would love to have Matt Ryan for two or three years and make a run at it. No one's going to pay that money because the rest of your team is screwed. What yeah, is they that? They can't go out and buy players. They can't bring in free agents because of what his cap hit is. Yeah, well, and it's like you think of the teams that are like fringe there without a quarterback, and 
and I guess I even feel bad about saying this, but like San Francisco, although I'm a big Jimmy Garoppolo guy, and I don't think Trey Lance is there yet, and I'm also a little bit in the camp of I don't know if Trey Lance will ever get there, but is there a squad that, that's that close that wants to make that move? Is that Minnesota? Is that the Washington Commanders? Like, what is that squad that would be willing to take on 50 mil over two years because it could exist? Yeah, I mean, the Vikings are a good example. There were a few close wins away from being a, a double-digit win team and going to the playoffs. Same thing with the Commanders. I thought the Commanders were going to win the division with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. How about the Colts? That's a good point with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And the Colts, though, I, there's not enough there. They only have the running back. Well, the Colts oh, have a strong a, defense, yeah, a strong offensive, offensive line. line. Yeah, Carson Wentz kept them uh, from being a, a, a really great team this yeah, year. They, On the count of three, boys, name a wide receiver for the Colts. One, two, three. T.Y. Hilton. No, uh, he's past it. <laughs> he ain't the guy. Uh, Michael Pittman. Is that true? Yeah. No, you don't win with those guys. They're they're just they're not what the league is currently. Pittman's really good. If they could land like a if they could land like a Jarvis Landry, or if they could get someone that can really stretch a field and kind of do that type of play, I would be in on that. I'd be in on that idea. I just don't necessarily know. Got a run game though. That's a start. Yeah, they got a good offensive line. They got a good defense. Got a running ba- running game. You add a top shelf quarterback, and then the team that was one win away from the playoffs becomes a contender. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Good work if you can get it, boys. 40, $48 million. Would you like to see him in Green Bay, Mike? No, he's too slow. I don't I don't like him as a quarterback. He's got a good arm. I think he's smart, but he's I, kinda, I think he's a little too old. He's kind of the last of that formula, too. Yeah, he's of the older quarterbacks. I like a lot of the younger quarterbacks. I mean, Matt Jones is the only one now. Tom Brady's gone. Matt Ryan didn't used to be like that. Carson Wentz didn't used to be like that because of age and injuries. Now they are that quarterback. Tom Brady's the last one, and they're trying to turn Matt Jones into Tom Brady. There's not another quarterback who's an elite quarterback starter in the NFL that can't scramble, that can't run. No, there's not one. Matt Ryan, I guess. Matt Ryan's one. Carson Wentz is one. That's just because of age and injuries. I think the only molasses foot guy is Matt Jones. Who's the kid in Indianapolis? Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yeah, Carson Wentz. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Uh, Sitting down with us a little bit earlier than we expected, but we'll definitely get him on because no reason to wait. Andres Trujillo, owner of the Runners, will be with us uh, in the next segment. Forget 530. We'll do it it right away. That's how I feel, boys. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live from O'Neill's and Knob Hill, and um, you know this happens about five o'clock every time we're out in O'Neill's. It just fills out. It fills right up. There is one, two, three, four, five. Nope, four tables open. Couple spots at the bar, and there's a few tables outside on the patio. Yeah, it's uh, this you is better. Hurry up. Knob Hill's the place to be right now, and it, well, as far as it relates to O'Neill's, because the boys are here. The boys are here. joining us on the program. Uh, if he can stop taking pictures of precious, beautiful baby Ezekiel <laughs> that he brought with him, <laughs> I got to get the promo shot with him next to your guys' two men on banner. That's Come so on. good, Andre Trujillo. That is so good. Owner of the New Mexico Runners who brought a little precious babers with him. I brought baby Ezekiel there, here. Get, there's a baby at the bar. <laughs> who brought a baby to the bar? They're going to tell me bad parenting now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, hey, well, welcome Ezekiel. He's now a friend of the show, so very excited 
for he, and we'll make sure we – is it okay? Is it, what are the rules on sharing pictures of, like, people's kids on social media? I think it's social media, and, I mean, obviously, as parents, if you want it private, you keep it private. But if it's public, Jared, you mm-hmm. just got to ask the baby. Oh, yeah, smart. The baby gives you consent, then put up pictures of the baby. Yeah, goo goo gaga. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. <laughs> That's no. You're doing Chewbacca noises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you how, how you boys doing? First oh, off, we're doing good, good, man. My hey, friend. I'm doing better now that you replaced our scarves. Yes. Me and Fred are supported up here. We're back in. We the last scarf I had from the New Mexico Runners, I really enjoyed for the hour that I had it. It was a good hour. <laughs> and then I gave it away to the cutest little kids we had ever seen at the YMCA Central New Mexico last time you were on the program. You guys, uh, you got a big one this weekend, obviously, and you're excited about it. Wichita comes town, and I'm going to say this out loud and so that the entire world can hear it. I hate Wichita. I hate the Wings. I hate all their players. I hate their coaching staff. I hate their fan base, and I hate that they're coming here to beautiful and historic Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Yeah, you know what? It's it's one of those things where uh, Wichita and and uh, and the New Mexico Runners have be have really developed a rivalry, and uh, you know we you know the Wings have been around for over forty years. Yeah, right. That they're like the 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 iconic arena soccer team that that's been around forever. And um, you know, right now this season we beat them earlier in the season yeah. in Wichita. Yeah, baby. The way you should. Yes. yes. And so now they're coming down to our house, and we're ready to clip them wings. Nice. I, do like I like that. that. <laughs> New Mexico Runners hosting the Wichita Wings at the Rio Rancho Event Center this Saturday mm-hmm. at my favorite time. 5.05? 5.05, baby. <laughs> hey, and we got a stack of tickets here. You want to swing by O'Neill's and meet the boys. Ooh. And if you hurry, you can meet Andres and Ezekiel, too. Yeah. Yeah. We got a stack of tickets to give away. You can't have my scarf this time. I don't care. <laughs> and we got Band's some. Fight you. We got some kids season passes. Yep, for the remainder of the two games. Uh, what, you know. Yeah. What, what's the ages here? What Thir- can, thirteen and under. Thirteen and under. If you got yeah. a kid thirteen and under, I have a free pass for you. For six, the next two games. Six yeah. to seven, I believe, was the final of the last time you guys met. That was January the 15th. And a little bit actually a lower scoring affair for your squad. You guys have kind of been putting up goals in bunches. Talk a little bit about the squad. Talk about what you expect to see when you come out to the Rio Rancho Event Center this Saturday. Absolutely. You know, this year has been definitely a, a, a tough year just to bounce back after COVID, right? Yeah. Um, you know, trying, trying to figure out how in the beginning of the season how to develop the team this year with veterans. And, and unfortunately, we didn't get a quite, a quite a few guys that we had in the second season back. And right now our squad consists of about a 50-50 split from new guys uh, and veterans. And, uh, you know, our veterans include Miguel Garcia, uh, you know, like Sergio Fuentes. Um, you know, Miguel Garcia is a, a, a Cleveland High School graduate. Uh, Sergio's from Volcano Vista. Um, you know, guys like that, Froilan Ramirez, and he's from Las Lunas. And so uh, those veterans have definitely have stepped up to continue keep things moving and rocking and rolling. Uh, but then you got guys, new guys like Giovanni Vialba. Um, you know he's been doing very very well and and been fun to watch. And you know we, it, that's what's really cool about our our squad is is it's a learning process. And I think that's the way you know I like to call it arena soccer education for our community because it is not a sport that we've seen in New Mexico 
on a on a massive scale at all. I mean, there was indoor soccer uh, at, at the USL level, you know, the Southwest Indoor Soccer League back in the late 80s, uh, years, years, years ago. But again, that wasn't uh, playing at a huge venue. That was playing in a rec facility, uh, the old Blades in Rio Rancho. Uh, but, but you know, now this is the Major Arena Soccer League, and this is huge. And, and so it's such a fun experience for the fans. And, you know, I can tell you, Fred is probably one of the biggest fans of the uh, of the Oh, game. I love the sport, yeah. Well, and, and it's such an interesting dynamic to me because I don't necessarily know, and we're actually going to stretch this one out a little bit, Andre, so get, oh, yeah, get yeah. ready to talk about the kind of the inside of the game. Because I think in, in your league there's a – well, like 16 teams, is that right? So in the M2 division, uh, yeah, there's tw- uh, 13 teams right now. All right, so there's 13. And you guys are sitting at like 7th in the league in scoring or something. So you're in the top half of scoring, but still, like, the record doesn't necessarily reflect what you guys are able to do offensively. And it just kind of talks about, like, certain nights and, and who's out there and who's finding that. Because 2-7, uh, and seven, right? 2-7, currently. 2-7, seven, seven, and, seven, yeah. and And obviously we're identifying it as a bridge season, and obviously Correct. we're identifying it as a growth season. But after identifying all of those, things then then to be able to watch it grow and change and become what it's become how do you like talk to the boys and be like you're doing it the right way it's just this league is so competitive this is how it plays out sometimes you know and that's that's a great point because these teams that were playing this season they 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 played last season yeah while we sat out they got to play so their consistency and their development continued on you know post-covid and for us unfortunately the the state situation being mm-hmm. you know being locked down no indoor sports no indoor activities things like that in new mexico really held us back from being able to build uh, our team for this year but but you know what you what we do is you know and coach famoletta definitely relays the information similar to what you just said about it's a development and transitional year for us it's it's one of those finding that chemistry again where where do we where do we uh, adjust i mean uh, you know hey add to our veterans you're two years older than you were when we played last season right uh, so so how do we adjust to your playing specifications what do we got to do how do we supplement it with the new guys and so i think right now we've we've whittled down a lot of our uh, a lot of our guys um you know got rid of course there's always a little toxicity within the beginning with the guys and egos and things like yeah, that playing time and exactly he's got my jersey number yeah yeah Me and Van so, had that same thing surprisingly this year no fights over jersey numbers that, that, that's the that's the realest fight in locker room because you, you go to three digits now, right? <laughs> well, <I know. laughs> yeah, you know, and and so it's uh, you know, I'll tell you what though, I this is my favorite group of players this year. This season is, has been my favorite group of players. They they have been such outstanding individuals on and off the field. Uh, they're hard workers. They're great advocates of the sport. Um, they're, they're they're living professional lives with families and kids and wives and. And so they make big sacrifices sure. with this with this game, and uh, you know the guys are guys are doing their jobs during the day, and then they come out and then they practice, uh, and so it's really cool to see these guys, and, and they're just so respectful of the game, of the situation, of the coaching staff, and and this is good because this is going to set us up for next season, mm-hmm. and that's what's really important here. NewMexicoRunners.com, getting some questions on the live stream and the texture about these scarves and more merch. Oh, okay. So NewMexicoRunners.com, and then just click shop. Or you can come to the game and buy merch. There you go, at the game. (laughs) That's what's up. I still, and I don't know why I never did this. We had this talk earlier in the year where uh, the goalie, 
So I Brit, your title sponsor this year, right? Will you talk a little bit about Paleto Bar real quick? Yeah, so so Paleto Bar is uh, Adipo Alam and his his ownership group with Paleto Bar have been awesome this year. And so Paleto Bar, the uh, delicious gourmet popsicles, uh, Mexican popsicles, and uh, and they're our title sponsor on our front of our jerseys, home and away. And it, it's really cool because they they have grown. They're a local company here in Albuquerque in New Mexico, mm-hmm. and they've grown national. That's amazing. And, and, uh, and so, uh, you know, they, they came up to us, and they're like, hey, we want to be a part of what you guys are doing. Uh, we know you guys are doing this right, and we want to be part of that long-haul uh, investment in the community. So, so hey, let's work together and become a partner. And, uh, and man, and we fast-forward. Because originally in 2018, I approached Paulette Bar to become a partner. And, of course, um, they didn't have sponsor dollars to throw our way. And season, season two, kind of the same thing. But this year, I mean, they've grown so much. They're, like, ready to rock and roll. And they're like, hey. We want to be on the jerseys, baby. And so, Depot, uh, give you a shout-out. Thank you so much for, for sponsoring and supporting and partnering with the New Mexico Runners. Yeah. How cool. I'm buying the jersey right now. As you on, I, I see he's got his card out. Got my card out. I'm <laughs> you're on doing, the website. You're, doing the baby, you're going baby blue? <laughs> I'm going with the away goalkeeper. Nice. So the baby oh, blue. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So Did does it come with a number on the back? So so you can do your custom number or, or you can do a custom name as well on the jerseys when you go buy online. On what? How do I do that? Okay, so you got to go to the team gear. <laughs> uh, did you go to the fan gear or the team gear part? I, I don't know. So go to the left where it says team right. gear. Oh, oh, shut up. This is the <laughs> coolest thing I've ever seen. And then scroll down and then go to that jersey. Yeah, yeah. There all you right, go. hold up. So, all right, so everyone who's a friend of the show, you can right now – Go to the New Mexico Runners website and get an official New Mexico Runners jersey. This is the official jersey that's worn on the field. Correct. And I can have my name on it? You can have your name customized on it, your custom number as well. So I got on the back and put two men on and then put 95.9 on the back. Uh, I don't know if they'll do the dot nine, but you can. <laughs> I, I, as far as I know, it's two digits, but, you know. <laughs> I'm about to I'm about two of these. This is sweet. That's pretty sweet. And, and, and our jerseys are affordable. So uh, at the game day, obviously, you know, buy them on the spot, 50 bucks. But if you go online, they're $48. And you get to personalize them. Yeah. So very affordable. And, and I mean, we've had so many fans buy jerseys online. They love it. They got custom yeah. jerseys. That's what I'm uh, doing Custom right numbers. And they're just loving what we do with, with our organization. They, and our jerseys, no, I, no, no, I'm tooting my own horn here. They look pretty sweet. I mean, definitely New Mexico-esque. It has the New Mexico look to them. You know, our, our, our guys. And, and actually, if you go online, too, you can actually buy our whole kit if you wanted to. So you can buy the, the socks with it, the combo with the, with, the, uh, with the shorts and the jersey. So you can be a real New Mexico runner. I'm in the cosplay them. stuff, too. <laughs> Andres is going to hang with us throughout the commercial. And whenever we get back, we're going to talk about the game this weekend. We're going to talk about the finding, uh, the remaining game of the season. And then we're going to talk about what the offseason looks like for the New Mexico runners. Sounds two, good. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live from O'Neill's. It's been a very good program today. Van, you met with the Electric Playhouse this morning. How are they? Oh, they're doing so good. We yeah. just love that place so much. And we're so excited for April. Dodgeball. Dodgeball, dodgeball. baby. Dodgeball. A little dodgeball. Giving away tickets. To the Mexico Runners, come by and get them. And uh, well, if you get here before the end of this segment, then owner, operator, general manager, marketeer, sometimes the janitor, <laughs> Andres Trujillo will sometimes give them, Rio the Roadrunner. Yeah, sometimes Rio, yeah, the Roadrunner. sometimes Rio the Roadrunner. We'll give them to you. Those kids sometimes are sweet, by the way. Rio has Andres. to call in sick every once in a while. Man, it's hard I, being a giant bird out in them streets. Exactly, exactly. You know, and, and I definitely got to tell you. So, so when I designed the suit, 
I designed it for my specifications. And of course, when they design, when the when the manufacturer makes the suit, uh, I put a, a little bit of a variable, so it actually can go up to somebody that's six one uh, and as low as uh, as five eight. So, so you're saying I can't do it. I mean, I guess you could, man. Those tights will be really this, tight. Yeah. <laughs> Just showing a little. Well, he's gonna have like exposing the midriff. Yeah. Like if you if you put on the Rio costume, like you'd get a referral in middle school. As soon as my new jersey comes in that I just ordered, <laughs> if I don't end up on the website modeling my new jersey, I'm going to be very. Upset oh, we will you. put you on the website. Well, you. You're going to be model. You're going to be model number one. That's the way it should be. Okay. Well, don't tell Kate because this Kate, your lovely wife, is on here modeling as well. She's modeling this like uh, the scarves that you guys are wearing. These are sweet scarves. These scarves are sweet. Two more games for your boys this year. You are home this weekend against Wichita, and then uh, you got to leave. You got to leave for one day. Yep, yep. And then your final one is. Let me make sure I got this right. The nineteenth is that correct? Nineteenth of March, and that's at home versus Turlock. And I don't know if you know this. I used to live in Turlock. It's not great. It's a smaller town. It's right? It's not great. It's about, it's about ten minutes south of Modesto, California. It's uh, they got a co- they got a college I went to there. It's not great. I thought saying. you were playing tricks on me. There's really a place called Turlock, Turlock, yeah. California, like uh, the comic book and video game Turlock Dinosaur Hunter. I've never I heard never of heard of that. Yeah, no. what is that? Is that a niche reference? NES reference? There was a, wait, wait. I have a Nintendo there was Switch. A, there was a comic book and Super Nintendo game called Turlock Dinosaur Hunter. Turlock. There's an L. You're leaving out. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm leaving out anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got a team. Forget. All right, five zero five two four six zero six ten. Have you heard of Turlock? So I. What comes to mind when you hear that word? Turlock I, or Turok Dinosaur Hunter? I am broadcasting the Highlands Cowboys this Saturday night for Senior Night, but I will be on the microphone on the nineteenth for the final home game yes. against Turlock. So thank you for that opportunity. Okay, if I bring Van, you want to bring re- Van? Yeah, you would you're, just want to ruin the ears. You're 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 a you're a pair, man. That's the way who's, it works. Who's the on-field hype man? Is that so, you? So, you so, 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 uh, me? Uh, well, no, the, really, the hype man is Rio, man. He's out there running Sweet. around, getting that crowd hyped. You know, they're throwing out T-shirts and getting the crowd excited and all kinds of fun stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you got you got to have a. You know, we need to have Van as a hype guy. Yeah, yeah plug, plug in another mic. Let's get loose. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Uh, we're in year three of the runners now. Is that correct? Three of the runners. Is that correct? Is this year three? Season three. Okay. That's what not, I meant. Not year three, season three. Season three. Yeah. yeah. So technically, because we've been around since 2018, so we're on the fourth season, or a fourth year now. Now you got me confused. Uh, fourth year, but third season. We sat down last week with uh, New Mexico Blue Tails, which is the new basketball yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, triple threat basketball league. Yeah. yeah. Talk a little bit about, like, some of, like, the stop gaps. Talk about some of maybe what the friend of the show doesn't realize goes into starting a new sports franchise in town. You know, um, if, if if somebody were just as a hey, ask me a question of how do you start a sports team? That's what in I'm town, asking you right now. I would have to say, what's your experience? Because I would answer that with a question with a question. What is your experience, and what do you know about operating, and and what is your experience with a sports team? Because that really gives your direction on how to start a sports team. If you're good in sales, boom, sponsorships, you're ready to go. I mean, because sponsorships are the lifeblood of any sports team. I don't care what level it is, sponsorships are key. Um, you know, are you good at marketing? You know, boom, that's part of, you know, the process of getting the word out, getting things out there, working the community, so on and so forth. Are you good with operations? 
the, the you know when, when you go to a New Mexico Runners game, it's not just a soccer game; it's a production. Sure. It, it's it, sure. I mean, from the beginning pregame all the way to the end of the end of the game when the fans are coming on the field to meet the players and get autographs, it's a production. You know, we have live music in, throughout the game, which adds to the production element. So, um, you know, and that you know, we we play sound bites if one of the opponents falls, gets hurt, or something like that. Yeah. We play a baby cry sound bite. The crowd <laughs> loves it because <laughs> yeah. welcome to our house, right? You know, uh, the opposing team doesn't like it, but I don't care. This is our house. That's yeah. how I um, feel. You know, so so you know, that's my question to anybody that would ask, hey. How do I how do I start a sports team or, or whatnot? What's your experience? So there's different elements, and uh, and from there you can definitely map out a way to. Uh, and then I guess the the last part of it is, and the biggest and most important thing is, how is your relationship with the community? Yeah. Because without the community, you don't get anywhere. You're so right. Period. So uh, so I mean, if you have a good reputation with the community, you're a community guy. You help people out. Um, that's going to make your life easier. And and then and then of course. You know, money. I mean, you, there's a lot of capital, uh, financial, uh, monetary kind of thing, monetary capital that has to go into getting things started. Van's experience is he won a Super Bowl in Madden franchise mode in 2013. <laughs> Do you think he has a shot? If it, he was, w- it was 07, actually. It, all right, Madden 07. the one with uh, Culpepper on the front. Dante Culpepper. I believe that was 08. Was that 08? Uh, actually, I don't know. Today's varsity, today's I nine varsity is a varsity of Madden covers. Okay. Oh. So, all right. So get ready for that because this is this is one I think I can do. I think I can read off most of them. Um, so that's today's I nine varsity is the varsity of Madden covers. We're very excited about that. This Saturday night, game okay, starts at mind. five. Culpepper was 02. It it wow, even one hundred percent was not 02. Okay, so it wasn't even it wasn't even the one I said it was. Okay, cool, 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 cool. The uh, this Saturday night games are five oh five. Doors uh, open at four. Cool. Yep. And then how is it, how's the tailgate scene right now? Is it warmed up enough? You know or is what? It still? It's still a little chilly. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's still a little chilly to tailgate. I know a lot of people have asked me the same question. Hey, do you ever plan on tailgating? And me personally, I would love to do a tailgate. Um, but unfortunately, at that, you know, we play in the winter time. That's just right. the, the name of the game. And uh, so maybe on our March nineteenth game, it's our first responders and military appreciation night. Uh, maybe maybe we can figure out a tailgate then. Awesome. You know, do like a little tailgate get together and you know have yeah. some have some fun. Get some fire trucks Look, if, out. If me and you thing. are gonna golf in the winter, you can tailgate in the winter, people. Just I- throw on some Under Armour, <laughs> throw on some gloves, <laughs> get those little. Uh, your little uh, fanny pack pouch, the uh-huh. little, uh, what are those rocks called? You with me here? Oh, the heated pa- hand, yeah, hand, hot hand, hands, hot hands. Hot hands. Pop yeah. rocks. Get you some hot hands. <laughs> <laughs> Snort some pop rocks. Just don't get soda you're, with you're pop ready rocks. To go. Yeah. It'll explode. Uh, also, also, family and faith night this Saturday night. What does that mean for uh, for those who, who worship uh, near or or yeah, in Rio yeah. Rancho? If you're, well, it's just, uh, you know, if you're a faith group or a church group, uh, you can go online to NewMexicoRunners.com forward slash faith dash and dash family and get discounted tickets. We're actually discounting them three bucks a pop. So uh, instead of fifteen dollars base price, they're actually only going to be twelve bucks. Okay. So bring okay. bring your group, bring your church group. If you're hear that uh, YMCA, what's that? The YMCA should be hearing this right now. YMCA, come out YMCA. Yes, put it a- put it in the put it in the appropriate box. Hey YMCA. 
get that $12 discount. It's there. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's going to be great. You know, we just want to reach out to, you know, our organization's all about the family. You yeah. know, we're family-owned and operated. You know, my, myself, my wife, my mom, uh, you know, my sisters, my nephews, nephews, nieces. It's all part of a family. And that's just what we want to translate to the community is New Mexico Runners is about family. And, and it's exciting, high-scoring, uh, arena soccer action. You know, we're New Mexico's first and only major arena soccer league team. And, and you know, it, the excitement, as you can attest, uh, Fred, is, is off the charts. It's just some fun, exciting, high-scoring. We just have a great time. Well, you could be as loud as you want and get excited and your brand it i don't know how interesting it's going to be to friend of the show but it resonates across the country because i you know i'm still obviously real plugged into a lot of masl like message boards and chat groups and ownerships from around the country is my time at the st louis ambush and regularly people ask me about the runners regularly people ask me about your promotions and how you're being perceived here in the community so so obviously you're on the right path you're doing it the right way at least from the people who identify themselves as doing it well so how very proud we are to be a part of of assisting you and your team i appreciate absolutely you guys. yeah now I, do, I really do real quickly i, do, I really appreciate you guys uh, you guys are a part of the fabric and and uh and that's important in building uh and growing our community so i appreciate what you guys do andre Trujillo, thank you so very much for taking the time with us thank you so very much for being a friend of the show hey i'm i am honored to be a friend of the show i feel like i'm a knight that you guys just knighted me <laughs> as a friend of the show <laughs> don't think it's that far so off we'll see you all saturday night 505 p.m kickoff new mexico runners.com don't miss it whenever we get back more nfl talk two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal back live at o'neill's He's got a nondescript envelope handed to us. What do you think's in it? Uh, well, nondescript envelope. <laughs> There's no windows on it. Like a, right. Well, like it's a, from like a friend a of the show. Kidnapper and it, van. All right, so it's a love letter is what it is. Aw. Yeah, how cute. How cute a love letter. All right, so here's the deal, van. Okay, what's the deal? Nothing's going to happen to Deshaun Watson. It's starting to look like that, right? Like, Yeah. The courts are going to get stopped up, and then it's not going to be worth the effort, and then they're going to do a civil case, and they're going to settle out of court. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen. It's going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler bet. I will bet. I will put any dollar amount on it. Tomlin and Brian Flores will not mess around whatsoever with that situation. B-Flow has a connection to Watson that I don't, I don't think I even understand the origin of, but... No matter what is offered to Houston, they will say yes, no matter who it is from. But I believe Watson has some can and cannots about his contract. Right. So he will end up in Pittsburgh. He will be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I mean, he, he has to okay the trade per his, his previous contract. That's my understanding. Yeah, he has to okay the trade. So not only is Houston desperate, but Deshaun gets to pick where he goes. What's the league going to do to him suspension-wise? Oh, well, I mean, it depends on what comes out public. Like, what what can they prove actually happened from all of these allegations? And, and to me personally, on the surface, there's just so many allegations. Without criminal charges, there will be no suspension. I think you're, you're close to being correct. Yeah. And it will be minimal. If there's a civil trial and there's some information that comes out, then he could be suspended on the information contained in that trial. But that's way down the road. Houston fan, and by the way, not a lot of Texans fans out there. I'm no. not trying to be that guy. It's just not a loved franchise. No, if, if you are just 
ridiculously in love with Houston, then you're probably a Houston, Texas fan. Right. If you're born and raised there, you're probably a Houston, Texas fan. But most Houston Texan fans are Tennessee are people, Titan fans. Are people like me? Yeah, they're either Tennessee Titans fans, or they were a free agent after they left, and in my case, became a Packers fan. Let me put it like this: You're a Packers fan, correct? You are not a fan of Deshaun Watson and the way he behaves and acts and exists. That's correct. If your Green Bay Packers trade for Deshaun Watson, how does that make you feel about your Green Bay Packers? Uh, well, he didn't kill a bunch of people. Unlike Aaron Rodgers' stances on vaccines, so, so I'm sure I'm sure a lot of elderly and overweight and immunocompromised people got COVID and died because of Aaron Rodgers. And while what Deshaun Watson's thing he did was disgusting, at least he didn't kill anybody. I don't think Deshaun Watson will ever play for the Texans again. I have a belief that whoever he is traded to, I will actively root against that team forever. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like from from reports that I'm seeing. Is teams, they don't even care about the court case. He's so young and he's so talented. It doesn't matter what happens in a court of law. It doesn't ha- matter what happens in civil court. They still want him on their team. They still want him on the field. I mean, look at, look at it, uh, Antonio Brown. How many chances did he get? Right. So people, if you're talented enough, you're going to get all the chances in the world allowed to you. And Deshaun Watson is a very talented quarterback. Eric Bieniemy is going to return to Kansas City as the offensive coordinator. Uh, this is going to sound kind of, kind of like I don't necessarily think that offensive coordinators are that important, but I don't think this is that big of a deal. Well, I mean, there's reports coming out that he's got some kind of like diet beef, some beef adjacent problems with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes doesn't like his play calling and doesn't like him highlighting his big playmakers so him and Patrick Mahomes have gone through some stuff and you don't want to hire a new coach that doesn't have a great relationship with one of the best players in the league right you want your relationship to be perfect with your quarterback so from what I understand the reason he hasn't got these big jobs is because he doesn't have a perfect relationship with Patrick Mahomes and if you can't please Patrick Mahomes, someone who's so successful, yeah. winning so many games. You're making a good point. How are you going to please somebody not of that caliber, who's not that talented? Ooh, I didn't even put the thought on it. It's not that he wanted to come back. It's that no one wanted him to come there. That's what I That's what I understand. That's what reports are saying, that, that people didn't give him. While he's so talented, he's a very great play caller. He has a great scheme there in Kansas City. One of the most talented offensive coordinators in the game. I think it's his player management that kept him from getting a head coaching job. Kim Kershen joining us after the break. Talk about Locker 505 and what's going on over at the Clothing Bank. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Stand by, Michael. Hello, Michael. There we go. Back live on the program. Kim Kershen finally joining us. There was a baby in the vicinity. It screwed the whole thing up. (laughs) Kim Kershen. Love kids. Founder, operator, Locker 505. What's going on at the clothing bank? What's going on in your world? Uh, Busy, busy. In a good way. Yes, yes. I mean, we're there for the kids. That's what we want to be there for. Clothing, you know, kids. We're, I don't know, we're up at 400 or something since January. You know, clothing, you know, socks, underwear, shoes, etc. Trying to get, you know, geared up for our golf tournament that's less than two months away now 
No big deal. No pressure. Everyone sign up right now. April twenty third. Yeah, I'm waiting for you guys. Since we started working together, yes. Since we started hanging out, since we started coming here, O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Since we started having you on, yes. Every once in a while, we'll get a fan of the show and like, hey, love what you and Fred do. Mm-hmm. You guys are so got the the hottest takes. You're so funny, whatever. Yeah, handsome, charming. Not my words. Charismatic. But all people talk about now is how much they love Locker 505 and how much they love UK. So the outpouring from the community has been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I want some of my shine back. Yeah, come on. Talk to me about stuff. Make this about me, not helping the community. Please. I do love you guys. You know, and, and somebody asked me, they said, well, how come it's only, only at O'Neill's that you're on? And it's like, because the studio's not nearly as much fun as coming and hanging out all evening with you guys, you know, having a drink, having dinner, and then hanging out. You with brought you, a so. dozen people with you, Yes, Kim. you're rolling well, deep tonight. You're well, rolling with crew. You're well, like you're like Floyd Mayweather. Everywhere he goes, you're just bringing a crew of people with you. Well, it's my staff who's learned to love you as well, and they oh they learned. Learn. Okay, that's got like, some negative connotation. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Billy learned our name last week. That is not what I meant. Um, you know, Robin the superhero is here, and she loves loves that. Um, but no, one of our board members is here tonight. Um, you know, coming to say thank you for all of your support, and of course the staff's here to to say thank you and and stuff so um and we do we like each other so we like to you know see each other you know during the day we hardly get to talk to each other we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off seeing students and stuff so this gives us an opportunity to sit and chat and and see you guys and stuff so um but um yes register for the golf tournament i'm waiting for you two to register I'm still well, we still haven't registered? Yeah, we're going to no, have it. We got a pencil. Yeah, We've a, been go, go, go. There's a scheduling conflict we're, thing. Obviously, we're going to register. Obviously, we're going to play. Obviously, we're going to dress ridiculously. I'm waiting. And have way too much fun. I'm waiting. That's what I'm That's what I'm waiting for. Locker so 505 right. has their inaugural four-person golf scramble on the 23rd. Uh, but spots are filling up. And yeah, they are. Obviously, you're meeting with a lot of partners around the community, including New Mexico Penny on Coffee, who is going to come know. and visit you tomorrow. Tomorrow at 10. Yeah, they're going to tour the facility, and then you guys are going to figure out a way to help the community together. Can you a little bit talk about community partners and, and who that has recently given Locker 505 an opportunity to give back? So that's, you know, community partners are huge. That's the only reason we exist is because we have community partners. And uh, New Mexico Pinon has has come on very recently, and we are so excited. Matt and Kim are um, awesome and fun and uh, very gung-ho. You know, we've had U.S. Eagle come on um, recently with Nadine, and they're fabulous. So um, this makes a huge difference to us. It allows us to see more students, uh, gives us um, a little more... um, Validity in the community mm-hmm. when you're working with um, businesses that care about the community and uh, know what you're doing. It's important. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. They're just not coming to me. Fred, help me. You, you know who. As far as your community partners go? Yeah. Well, there's you're too right many. There. There's too many to mention. There's too many. Uh, I mean, uh, that's what well, it is. The list is uh, too long. Well, and We'd that's, be here all night. <laughs> well, and, you know, Two Men Elm. Right now is our spotlight Aww. sponsor. You know that? You guys are on our website as our spotlight we, sponsor right now. We were just alerted. We got so much good feedback about that. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. And we, we sunny, take about sunny every six weeks. That, obviously, the Rotary Club that you've been working with, Shoebox, yes. the Sheraton. I mean, there's there's just a lot of partners out there that, 
that you guys have been so fortunate to, to bring aboard and, and be able to utilize not just their – it's about money, right? It's about money. Unfortunately, but, it does come down to that. That's the only way we can see see the kids. You know, we do get we do take gently used clothing, and that's really important. But we also have to take, you know, new socks, new underwear, and those things cost moolah these days, and prices have gone up, et cetera. So we're always looking for uh, new partners. Uh, to come on and, and uh, support us and what we're what we're doing and helping the kids, that's you know and that's what it's about. I mean that's why we're all there. Um, you know, I, as you guys know, I don't get a paycheck. I'm there. I'm a full time volunteer there. We have one of our volunteers actually just walked in and she's like, "What are you guys doing here?" She didn't even know we were here. <laughs> oh, like, how funny! Yeah. Uh, she's like, "What are you well, guys doing?" You better doing buy her here? a drink for not inviting her. Huh? I know. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm in trouble. I <laughs> didn't break that one down very well. Um, but uh, you know, that's we we survive on volunteers. We survive on our sponsorships. We couldn't help the kids. We're just kind of the vessel, the pass-through of, you know, the money and the, the um, in-kind donations and then getting them to the kids. We just can't do it without. Locker505.org, 505-294-1647. If you want to reach out and help in any way possible, speaking of any way possible, yes. besides donations, besides money, besides volunteers, how can people help? Well, you know, those are the three biggies, I have, to, I have to say. But also, letting other people know, here's the big one. You know, Van, we, um, lots of times I feel like I walk around with my hand out all the time because I need to. We need right. to be able to survive. But the other side of that coin is I want people that need our services to know that we exist. Okay. So if, if you're a family that, you know, for whatever reason, you're in circumstances that your children need clothing, can't really afford to go out and get them. You just need to go to your counselor at your school, your social worker, um, case manager, uh, nurse, doctor, clergyman even, um, and tell them, I need a referral for Locker 505. They'll give us the referral. We'll call you. We'll make an appointment. We'll get you in and get your kid a um, week's worth of clothing. Well, yeah, well, let's unpackage that a little bit because, okay. you know, you're a regular on the show. You're a friend of the show, friend in real life. You come on here once a week. Maybe someone's listening for the first time right now. What does Locker 505 do? Okay, so both basically we clothe children kindergarten through 12th grade throughout uh, Bernalillo County. And our, our, we are going to be growing into Rio Rancho, etc. here shortly, okay, Las Lunas, right. etc. Our mission has just changed, so we're going to be uh, reaching out to some of those Congratulations. districts. Congratulations. Yeah, we're excited, a little excited, a little scared, a little bit of both. But we know that the need's out there. We've been approached by families and schools, so we're, we're expanding to, to reach out and serve other kids. But basically, the kids come in, and they're given a personal shopper. As a matter of fact, some of the personal shoppers are even here tonight that help the kids. The kids select clothing. Um, they try it all on, and they go home with five pairs of new socks, five pairs of new underwear, a new pair of shoes, and um, then five to six outfits of new and gently used clothing. So uh, we also give them books, hygiene items, toys, stuffed animals, school supplies. We try to prepare them the best we can to be able to go to school and focus on their education, not on the fact that they have a hole in their shoe, their shirt's right. too small. Right. And we all know when we're wearing something we're not comfortable with, we can't focus on whatever yeah. it is we're trying to do, right? You're 100% correct. Obviously, the funnest way to help Locker 505 is at the inaugural golf tournament on April the 23rd. If you'd like to register, go to helpyourboys.com, helpyourboys, B-O-I-S.com, and that'll put you right there to the registration page. 
uh, where you can get your team in and laugh a lot and play a lot and and help a lot of people. And I mean, it, the golf scramble season's back, boys. And and I don't, the CDC tomorrow is about to announce a bunch of like changes and, and relaxation on some mandates and stuff. Woo-hoo. So so it does look like this is going to be the uh, or at least as close to what you've called normal in a long time. So yep. yeah, so get out and, and you're going to play in a lot of these. We know you are friends of the show. So so get in on the first one and this one. And by the time we're we're doing number three, number five, and number ten, you were there from the beginning. And there and how go. fun that'll be to to kind of be a legacy partner of the inaugural four-person golf scramble for Locker 505. So stoked. So stoked. Kim, did we miss anything? Anything else in your world? Anything else in the world of giving? Uh, nope, but just thank you. It's always having you guys on. It's nice to see you. Nice to be with you. Um, like I said before, glad you're back. So oh, very you know. kind. <laughs> Kim Kirshen, Locker 505. Back live at O'Neill's. Sports Talk after this. Two men on We have so much fun here, man. The, that's the minutes turn into seconds when we're here. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because I feel like every day there's a week's worth of content. I feel like there's so many stories and the way the cycle works where it's a little inside baseball for the friends of the show. And when we're weighing out topics and discussion points, it's like if we don't do this today, I mean, is it green enough to last to tomorrow? And, and the answer on a lot of topics is no. 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 It's a 24-hour news cycle. I Which, mean, really, it's like a 12. 12-hour 12 news, like two 12-hour yeah. news cycles. Well, and, you know, that's the thing about, like, I'll use the opening drive as an example. The opening drive does such a very good job of recapping the yesterday. Because you, you wake up with them, they're going to tell you what happened exactly with the Lobos game. They're going to talk to you about what's going on as far as reaction goes to everything. And then by the time it gets to us, it's, hey, we're actually previewing tonight. You know, we're like, this is the thing that's coming up. And, and I consider myself a pretty good hype guy. But, I mean, I like analysis, too. I mean, just like the show itself, right? The, yeah. the, the, the time slot's a hybrid, so we have to recap and yeah. preview and hopefully sprinkle in a couple hot takes in there, my friend. Well, here's a recap of the MLB Players Association and the MLB owners today. Are you ready? No. <sighs> just nothing, man. Literally nothing. And all the progress that's been made this week has been incremental. And because it's been incremental, we are not getting anywhere towards a season. And I hate billionaires. Also, well, no, that's it. I just hate billionaires. It's ridiculous. Okay, Fred. To be fair. 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 If you're locked in a room with someone that you hate and you know hates you, how Mm. much progress are you going to make? Well, we're not in the studio right now, so I don't have that problem. Ouch. I can leave Yikes. here anytime I want. Don't say that about Vital. He can hear you. That's touche. I forgot he was listening. <laughs> Ding. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, you're right in a lot of ways. It's, it's not that they both don't know what needs to be done to make it happen, because they do. Everyone involved in this knows what has to happen to make the season start on time. They just don't want the other guy to tell them to. Yeah, it's like they, they know what they have to do. No, no. Hey. Fred, do you want, you want to live the best, richest, fullest life possible? Yeah, please. Okay, wear sunscreen, drink water, eat vegetables, and exercise. And punch a karma. And punch me in the karma. <laughs> no one wants to hear it, though. I was like, no, I like beer. No, I like fried food. No, I like cigarettes after my third beer on a Friday night. I'm the bad guy. The MLB knows what they have to do. They know where the wiggle room is. It, it, it doesn't matter that... The lawyers are talking all day, every day. You have to hear it from the head of the players' union, and you have to hear it from Rob Manfred, the the head of the MLB. 
if it doesn't come from those two parties, there's no real progress. The lawyers know where the gray area is. The lawyers, the negotiators, the arbiters know where the gray area is. But you can't have that. Uh, what am I? What am I? What's, what, what am I thinking of here? You can't have that egg on your face. By, by looking like you're the one that gave in. If you're a Major League Baseball owner, you're going to have egg on your face when you piss off your fan base so bad and they don't show up to your games, and then you're now squawking out to your teams and your marketing and your general managers about how you're not putting butts in the seats and how no one's turning out. Then you got a real problem, Van. Oh, my God, I never saw this happening. Let's alienate our fan base, and then they don't come to the games. Duh. That's Duh. exactly what's going to happen. It's exactly what happened last time. And Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire saved your ass. And then a huge scandal happened because you let it happen. What's it going to be this time? No. Do the right thing now. Pay these guys their fair share of money. And let's see some baseball games. I got a level of frustration that I try not to bring to the airwaves. I try to make light. I try to point out facts. And I try to find the hilarity in those facts. But I tell you what, Major League Baseball, if you don't give me baseball on time, oh, boy, I'm going to overreact. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lambast baseball. You don't want to hear it on this show, what we're going to say. I love everything that baseball has done in the last 25 years. Sure. Everything since 1998, I've been like, you're doing all right. You know, at first I was this guy, wild card games, bleh. You're just gonna you're oversaturating. Then you're gonna you're gonna print a patch on a bunch of hats that no one's gonna want to buy. I could not have been more wrong. Yeah. Interleague play, ooh, sanctity of the game. You know what I'm gonna have to see now? At least when I was growing up, the Padres four times. You know, like I don't, <laughs> like I don't have to see teams I don't care about anymore. Yeah. So many times because you know who I get to see the other division. You're insanely right. And old man slow sitting on a rocking chair on his porch, right. mad at everything. Same thing with DH, right? Oh yeah, you hate the DH. I hate it. Next year you're gonna love it well, when you don't have to watch pitchers embarrass themselves with a bat. You know why I'm really gonna love it? Because in the playoff push for my St. Louis Cardinals, they're gonna be able to look in the American League and find a guy that can step into the three or four to protect Matt Holiday and the best third baseman in the all of baseball, Nolan Arenado. Sure. And they're gonna have someone there where my team's like, okay, cool, we're in the mix. Yeah. Welcome back, Marcelo Zuna. Yes. Yeah. Like that is the energy that I need. Zach Greinke, Madison Bumgarner. Carlos Zambrano. Can you think of another pitcher that could hit in the last 20 years? Adam Wainwright, um, Kyle hey, Loesch. These are all going to be Cardinals. <laughs> Adam Wainwright couldn't hit. Okay, that's still like a buck 25. That's not a Granky could yet. hit. Rick, Rick Ankiel. Well, okay, that's a cheat code. Okay, you're I'm talking saying, about a cheat code. Just telling you the things He's, I know. You're talking about White Otani. This actually is just very good. <laughs> He's very good. Give me the over-under van on odds that these boys figure it out tomorrow or Monday. Well, do you want my, my real answer yes. or do you want what I've been telling myself in my head not to get anxious and depressed? I don't need what helps you sleep at night. I need what helps get baseball back. What, what helps me sleep at night is they're going to figure it out. They're just going to come to terms. Somebody's going to fall on the sword and say, hey, you know what? It's my fault. But I don't know if that's happening now. They're all competitive. Yes. 
You're competitive in business to get to that point. You're yes. competitive as an athlete to get to that point. Yes. And everyone here is not looking at it correctly because there is no point to win. Winning this argument doesn't win in your relationship. I feel like I'm talking to my girlfriend right now. Is it me and is it me versus you, or is it me and you versus the problem? Yeah. Because you guys need to, Major League Baseball and Major League Baseball Players Association and Major League Baseball owners, you need to identify that the problem is not you two or the three entities, if you call Major League Baseball the concept and entity. The problem is you don't have an agreement to put play on the field. That's the problem. Win over that problem. Hey, honey. When I say honey, I mean Major League Baseball. Yes. Honey, we got to do what's right for the kids. You know, we're just going to keep arguing, but you know what? Let's do the right thing. Baby, you know what you said? You're right. The kids don't deserve this. Let's do it for the kids. The kids are the fans. You're going to run away your fans just like you're, like when you argue with your wife, you're going to run away your kids, and they're going to want to get a tattoo and a piercing way too early. Then they're going to hate you for two years. No, Dad. And it's going to have to repair your relationship. I don't care. I am willing to miss games. I don't care. <laughs> It's not a phase, Dad. Yeah. It's an arbitration. <laughs> so stupid. And I'm almost at a point where I'm like, I'm downstairs right now, and I'm about to yell upstairs to Major League Baseball Players Association and Major League Baseball owners. I'm going to say, don't make me come up there. Exactly. Because if I come up there. I will pull this car around, and we will go oh, home. Oh, this is going to get resolved. You don't quit arguing. We were going to go home. Not going to be the way you like it. Stupid Major League Baseball owners and stupid Major League Baseball players that don't even care about me, and I don't know why I am surprised at all about this. No, we can't go to McDonald's. We have player pool arbitration at home. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good one. Thank you. I I talked about this fire code thing. Just lock them in a room at the Sheraton or wherever. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I will unlock the door when you're ready to come out. Yeah, we know the secret knock. Yeah. One guy has the secret knock when it's all over. Shave and a haircut. Yeah. Match in the gas tank. What is that? I don't know that one. You know that one? (laughs) Vital knows that one. Yeah. (laughs) Vital's just a plethora of pop culture references. Over 50% it gets handled by Monday, Van? Yes, it's going to get handled by Monday. It's going, to be, it's going to be handled by close of business tomorrow. We're going to be talking about it on the show tomorrow. And when I say we, not you, me and Robert D. Gibson from studio, we're going to be talking about how happy we are to go watch baseball in spring training in like a week because they're just all going to rush down there. Exactly it would 24 be, hours. It would be nice for them to take away the pains of war and inflation, right? Get back on the field, baseball. Yeah, I mean it's it's so it seems so simple. The things that are arguing about for the amount of money that they generate over a whole season, whether you look at it as one team or you look at it as the whole league, what each side is asking for is somewhat minuscule in the long run. Like the players kind of just want to catch up to inflation from the last Oh, that's what Matt Scherzer's saying. Scherzer's saying we are literally in here. Scherzer's not in there for himself. He already got paid. No, he's got paid. He's in there for the next guy. Yes. You have the best guy there saying this is for the next guy. Yeah. You got 
Max Scherzer, Francisco Lindor. Who's the other? Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt. These guys all just got huge contracts. Yeah. They already got theirs. They don't need to fight for you. Mm -mm. They don't need to fight for the little guy. They already got paid. (sighs) Michael? I know that breath, Fred. I'm very sorry you had to talk about this for 12 minutes. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) I get so damn discouraged. And the analogy is like earlier you were like, I will turn this car around. Here's the thing, man. The damn car is not even running. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're not even out of the garage. Not even, yeah. Where are you going to turn this car around to? We're already where we're at. Home. You, you can't stop. You can't stop from going to Wally World because we're mm. not even going to Wally World. Gouya hasn't left the garage. We haven't pulled out of the driveway. We haven't driven down the street. You're not doing anything. You're not doing it. You're not doing anything. Let's go to break. Ugh, do something. I tell you. <laughs> Getting away from baseball. When we get back, we'll figure it out. Two, two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. I've decided to stop letting these terrible rejoins bleed. What is this? Slightly stupid. Never heard of this. I didn't, I didn't top, recognize this. Top of the world. Oh. Give it away. We got some New Mexico Runners tickets. Come see your boys. Live at O'Neill's. We'll be here until 7. Got a good special tonight. What's the special tonight at O'Neill's? No one knows. I always think it's meatloaf. I really have no idea. Ma! What's meatloaf! The special? Is it meatloaf? Come get it. All right, Van. We were talking Major League Baseball, and I promised I was going to calm down. Okay. But I didn't <laughs> calm down. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, Major League Baseball players make a million dollars. Cool? Okay. Cool. Major League Baseball team owner has a billion dollars. Cool. Okay. Do you know what the difference is between a million and a billion dollars? Uh, three zeros? It's about a billion dollars. <laughs> okay. And it's one billion dollars is the difference between having one million dollars and having one billion dollars. Being semi-familiar with Arabic numerals and how Good they math. work. I think it's three zeros. Van. Okay. <laughs> I'm putting this into friend of the show terms, hashtag friend of the show. Oh. By the way, hey, come by and pick up a friend of the show sticker to yeah, put on your car. stickers. We have lots of friends of the show stickers, and we get, like, we had a friend of the, who was out here earlier? Tyler? No, Trent. Travis. Travis. Travis was out here earlier. Travis got a set. Friend of the show, yeah, and he was like, let me get that. I was like, yes. So there, you're going to start seeing a lot of those around town. $1 billion is the difference between $1 million and $1 billion. Well, $999 million. A billion's a thousand million. Van. Yes. A billion is a billion. Yeah. And that's how many more you have than a million if you have a billion. Well, 999 is what you have more. Which is basically what, man? A billion? It's, it's a million short. If, Van... <laughs> If you earned a million dollars, if you made a dollar every second, Van. Okay. okay. So You want to start over? One Mississippi. <laughs> two Mississippi. Three Mississippi. Okay. That would be $3. If you make a dollar every second, it would take 11.6 days to become a millionaire. Oh, That's okay. so long, Fred. No, no, it's not, Van. That's 11.6 days. There's no way that you can hit me with any l- number that's longer than that. If you followed the same pace okay. of making a dollar a second. Okay, which it, is a lot. It would take you 31.6 years to become a billionaire, Van. So you're sitting here telling me 
that a billion is significantly more than a million. I cannot stress to you. <laughs> so if you got, okay, a dollar a second. Yep. Let's say I followed you around all day and just shoved a dollar in your pocket. 60 of them. Once a second. Every minute. Just kept shoving. Yep. Which for the, the listener and these not are, the viewer. These are 505s. I'm literally shoving my finger in the back of Fred's pocket yes. right now. So that's really <laughs> happening in real time. If I were to shove a dollar in your pocket over and over again every second, it would only take 11 days to become a millionaire. The difference between one billion and okay. one million is the exact same difference between one million and one thousand. I want to make sure that's very transparent to everyone listening to the program, and that's how dumb and stupid Major League Baseball owner is. So if you want to not use the dollar analogy, yes, a million seconds is 11 days. <laughs> a billion <laughs> seconds is 31 years. Correct. That's a huge difference. And one of those yeah. owns Oh, wait, is that what you've been trying to say? One of them owns a Major League <laughs> Baseball team. <laughs> yeah. One plays for a baseball team, one owns a baseball team. That's why I'm saying it's so... Whose side are you going to choose? 11 days or 31 years? It's so incomprehensible to friend of the show. Because they're like, these players make millions of dollars. Well, you know what? Shut it. You could spend a million dollars in Vegas in a weekend. Yeah. You could not possibly whatsoever spend a billion dollars in Vegas in a weekend. There's no way. It's 0.1% of a billion. That's what a million is. If you make $60,000 a year, that's $60. I want to make sure this is very clear. Sure. That's like a regular number of people making. I think people who, like, aren't familiar uh, with Arabic numerals or the metric system or factors. Is Arabic numerals the Super Bowl numerals? (laughs) No, that's Roman. Oh, okay. Okay, that's Roman. Not the boner pills, the numerals. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not not the universal champion for WWE. So a billion isn't like like 11 or 12 million. It's a thousand million. Yes. That is so many millions. It's so many. A thousand million. And also, to be fair. Um, to be fair. To be, to be fair. fair. To be fair. Thank you, Michael. Okay. That was just <laughs> really into that one. Very absorbent. Okay. Most Major League Baseball players aren't millionaires. Yeah. Most of them are not. Yeah. Don't think that they are. They are not. They win World Series. They drive off in a Hyundai. Yeah. Is that a is that a dig on friend of the show Ryan Lavarnway? Is that is that what that was? No, it's actually a <laughs> it's a line from a Kanye West song about gold diggers. Oh, really? I'm not familiar with that one. Strikes too close to the heart. Didn't mean to open that one up here. Yeah. Just like we opened up the curtains behind us. Here at O'Neill's, like we are at every Thursday, we had some velvet curtains behind us because, you know, the sun shines through. And then now that the sun's down, you could, you could see everything. It's beautiful. Major League Baseball players earn their money fairly, and to become a billionaire, you have to be scummy. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. There is, this you're, not, is, you're not like 100% right. I'm not. Or greedy. But you're super close to being 100% I right. Like, I tell you what, boys. Yep. I am telling you right now that this is good versus evil. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Thank you. 
And there's a big gray area between good and evil where we could get this thing done so I can have baseball and my depression doesn't come back and it doesn't ruin the, the spring and summer season for me. I'm so upset. You know what happened if I had $1 million? Well, I'd invest it wisely into a company and I'd try to like maintain my life for the rest. That's what I would do if I had $1 million. I if two, I had two chicks at the same uh, time, nope. man. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that not? If I had a billion dollars, I would do nothing. Because if you have a million dollars, that's not the money it used to be. A million dollars is pretty obtainable. Yeah. A billion dollars? No. You're not getting that. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. If you Don't are, even act like you are. If you write, pull up like Van, all right, I don't know how much time we got on the right. Pull up right now the wealthiest person in New Mexico. And I bet it's going to be someone from a Trisca. I mean, it's going to be someone that, like, owns an oil thing or something. Uh, it's the guy that owns Telemundo. Mark C. Chase. Uh, Mac Chase. He's the oil guy right. from Artesia. Yeah, so from our, so, all right, so this makes sense to me. So Mac Chase, who owns Mac Energy and sold it to someone some time ago, okay? So he is the richest New Mexican. Okay. I don't know who he is. I've never met I him. I just told you it's Mac Chase. Well, There's a Chase Oil down in southeastern New Mexico. No, okay, I hear you. <laughs> you couldn't pick him out of a lineup is what you're saying. He could rob your house. Do you want to know what he's worth? He could kick your dog and you could not. He's the richest guy in the state. He's not worth a billion dollars. He's worth $910 million. He's slightly less than two-thirds of a billion. I'm seeing $650 million here. He's the richest dude in the state, still not a billionaire. <sighs> I thought every state had a billionaire at least. According to CelebrityNetwork.com. I thought it was you, Vital. Which I'm not uh, familiar man. with. It's Mark C. Chase is worth 910 bill. It, it keeps saying Mac, and you keep reading it wrong. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I don't know who this gentleman is. It's weird. I keep telling you who he is, and you just keep forgetting on the spot. 50 years working in the oil and gas field? Hear me out. If I had a million dollars... I feel like working in oil and gas is hard. It's very hard. So there's a lot of millionaires working in the oil and gas in New Mexico. I know a bunch of millionaires down from where I came from. The Arteza Chamber. of course, zero billionaires. Arteza Chamber of Commerce recognized Chase as the businessman of the year every year in the 80s. That's so sweet. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what he is? Billionaire adjacent. They don't let him in the club. No, he's not in the club. He doesn't have a billion dollars. Yeah. Oil money. Uh, Own a team? Get out of here, loser. Yeah. You don't have a billion dollars. Every Major League Baseball ownership group, because there's a lot of groups now. Sure. They're worth a billion bucks. They're all billionaires. Multiple billionaires. They don't want to figure it out. They don't care about me. Today's I-9 Varsity, we're going to get back, is the Varsity of Madden covers, Van. Oh, so excited. So we're going to go over the Varsity of Madden covers. I don't know, there's going to be a lot of confusing logic on this one. Uh-huh. Also, we will at another time have on friend Chris Lurig of Safe House Distilling, who could not make it out to the program today. He well, was too busy making his new bourbon. Well, he got a new bourbon? Yeah, he got a new bourbon coming. Well, he's going to have to tell us. They're, all- doing, they're doing it right now. I think it's ready in September. It's years in the making. All right. They keep developing. I think it's ready in September. I'm excited for it when the time comes. I-9 Varsity, when we get back? Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. It's the final one. 
O'Neal's was so very good today. Turned up. O'Neal's was a blast today. Thank you to Chisholm Trail for allowing the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio to be on the road today. Thank you to Mexico Penny Home Coffee, who's meeting with Locker 505 tomorrow. As all of us in collaboration are starting to, we got a little plan van. Yeah. We got a plan van. We're going to do a, a cool, cool event for the community. Obviously, Electric Playhouse we're proud to be partnering with as we start our dodgeball league in what looks to be the first week of April, if all things go well. Thank you to I-9 Sports, who is the sponsor of today's varsity, I-9 Sports. Connect with them at League Office 280 and I-9sports.com. Obviously servicing every single person in Albuquerque, Rio Rancho, and Edgewood. 505-312-4999. Connect with them about getting your kids started in youth sports. Speaking of youth sports, start your day with us at the YMCA. We've had the YMCA banner up all day, too. It's looked real good. Okay. The I-9 Varsity of Madden covers, okay? Okay. So what the I-9 Varsity is, if you're new to the program. Right is we pick a topic throughout the program, and then after we pick that topic, what we do is we identify the top of said topic. Madden covers, man. You can go first. This one's hilarious because usually, like, Madden is the face of the NFL the previous year. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. Right. Whether it's whether it's the best player or the biggest personality or coolest storyline, mm-hmm. whatever happens the next year, that's going to be your Madden cover. And I'm going to start with Madden 19. Okay, I'm familiar with Madden 19. That was Antonio Brown. <sighs> Boy, has he took a dive since then. That was the last one where he was a stealer. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, there is a Madden curse, Van, which I think we'll start talking about immediately. Sure. Where if you become the cover athlete of Madden, that your career falls apart, well, professionally and and sometimes your life emotionally. Sure. And everything that's associated with it. It happens to almost everyone. It happens. It's overwhelmingly how much it happens to everyone. Kind of crazy how true true that is. Michael Vick on the 2004 Madden. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. That was rough. Not great. Did break the game, though. Good to play with, unless you're a dog. Oh, well, speaking of Michael Vick and Madden. Yeah. You know the boys play some Madden. Mm-hmm. We used to outlaw picking the Falcons or having a, yep. a self-made team with Michael Vick involved. You just couldn't. He's a cheat code in Madden. There was a stretch of like five years where every time you pick Michael Vick, you knew you're going to win because he's a friggin' cheat code. It was really just the 04 and that kind of started that because they had what was called the Brian Finner and strafe catch. And what you would do is you would roll with Michael Vick and then you would do the wide jump strafe catch with Brian Finner and who was garbage uh-huh. in real life, but he was six foot six in Madden. And it uh, could not be stopped. There was just nothing you could do about it. And that's when the Madden Challenge changed its format to, Van, you pick two teams, and I'll pick the one I want to be. That, see, that is that is the best format possible. It's the best one. Because whether or not you used your cheat play, you could just go five people wide, mm-hmm. run Michael Vick as fast as possible to the sideline, 
and if there was a defender on you, boom, boom. Yep. You toss it to one of the open guys downfield, or you just ran it 30, 40, 50, 100 yards. Spend time it in federal. absolute cheat code. In federal prison for dogfighting. And then that. But he had a moment. Number two on my list in the I-9 Varsia Madden covers mm-hmm. is Madden 12. Okay. And this is like the most fluky Madden, Madden cover that exists. Yeah. Because usually when you get a Madden cover, you're like a legit superstar who just agree. came off of like the best year. Yeah. Madden 12 was Peyton Hillis. He did have a breakout season the year before with the Browns. The friggin' the friggin' who? Picking up. If you if you're not a Browns fan and you're not a fantasy football player, you don't know who Peyton Hillis is. Picked up the ball for Jamal Lewis. Yeah. But I would agree. That's Absolute garbage in the NFL. <laughs> the flukiest Madden cover, easily. Uh-huh. Madden 2005 featured one Ray Lewis, and please don't so quickly forget that he killed a guy. Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Okay. Next I'll go. Mm-hmm. Madden 10. Madden 2010. All right. Because that's the only co-cover. You might know this guy from Head and Shoulders commercials, but he was also a football player, Troy Polamalu. And you might know this guy from University of Phoenix commercials, but he's also a football player, Larry Fitzgerald. Madden 10 is the only cover with two players on it. So that's the next on my list of Madden covers. I guess that is one. That's kind of nothing to me. That's kind of... Well, thank you for saying it like that. It's very hurtful. <laughs> well, I, I just, I'm, not I'm, sitting, I'm sitting right here. I mean, Richard Sherman was still out there, and his career just fell apart after Madden 15. I think that's a prime one. Obviously, Brett Favre was on 09, and that was like your childhood hero who became very, very weird. Yeah. All, uh, it falls in line for Packers quarterbacks to go that route. The the curse of Punch Madden. Carmen. Is it, yeah. Dante Culpepper was on in 02. He never had a successful season again. Yeah. After that, Eddie George's career basically ended after Madden 01. Sure. Like, you sure about this? It's like every year, and there's obviously one great example, the GOAT Tom Brady. Madden 18. Yeah. He never was affected by it. But almost every year of the Madden cover, they either got injured and lost their season. Right. Or had a super down year. Or Vince Young. Or, you know, <laughs> got arrested for, you know, dogfighting or whatever, maybe. Sean Alexander. Or was Peyton Hillis. Yes. Sean Alex- was just happy to be nominated. Sean Alexander is on the cover of Madden 07. And we had him booked for an interview at the Super Bowl, and he stiffed us. All right. Stiffed us on an interview. So, I mean, that kind of shows you what the happened. quality of Sean Alexander. Do you see what happens, Larry? <laughs> Do you see what happens? Back-to-back years was Madden 17 and Madden 18 with Gronkowski and Tom Brady. Also back-to-back years was 13 and 25. And you're like, Fred, that's confusing. Well, Madden 25 is actually Madden 14. But it was like the legendary 25-year anyone. Right, right. So Charles Johnson 
in 13, and then Madden 25, which was 14, Barry Sanders. So uh, so good for, for that's Detroit. the best thing that's ever happened in the history of the Lions franchise. Two Titans have graced the cover, Vince Young and Eddie George. That's kind of surprising to me. Only one St. Louis Ram and Marshall Falk in 03. And obviously you can never say anything bad ever about Marshall Falk. A lot of domestic violence stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, kind of okay. a lot. He's not cool. the best guy. Not the best guy out there. So, uh, young, up-and-coming football fans, if you become a player and you find some success, don't accept the Madden cover. No, don't do that. Don't do that at all. Unless you're Tom Brady. Vital, you did so very good today. Thank you very much. Van, any yes. final words before we go? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything that we didn't cover this evening, you make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Very impressed with O'Neill's today. How could you not be? Look at this place. They do dinner well here. They do drinks well. They do everything. Customer a lot, service. A lot of friends of the show came through. Yeah. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.